listening to the smooth sound of RPGMP3.com. Dungeon on. Huzzah! Hello. I just remembered I was supposed to be switching sides, wasn't I? It's okay, you seem to be better. Like, like, physically not. No, you seem to actually be better. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Sounds all good. So, when we last left the group, you had properly arrived in Caramega. The City of Strangers. The Asylum Stone. The place of many districts and even more variety of people. It was awful complex, Loco. People ask, oh, that's right, I forgot to I was going to add notes on that handout of um, a crib sheet of the districts and stuff. Oh, well. Mm. <laughs> Luckily, you have your local guide, Gav Nally. We have this awful little... Yes. Thing, I don't have a con bonus. You don't have a con bonus. Ah. You just come along really well. No, I'm not, yes. Well, oh. we talked about it. There was an item, wasn't there? There is the iron stone we were given for the new shard that he gives a cotton bonus. Does Masaki have it? Not Masaki! I think Trico does have it, because she was more on hit points. Okay. That sounds right. We talked with her and I were talking about it and couldn't remember where it had gone. Considering that Miramore is in the lead, and Trico... Is, and Gary are very close behind. I think Trico does in fact have it. Right. I like, I like how the last roll Lindsay did was 143. That's a kick ass roll. Yeah. What am I doing? It was less of a roll and more of math. <laughs> it was basically math. You I put, did some kick ass rolls the other day, didn't I? Yeah, but you didn't roll 143. Instead, instead of typing 1d20, oh, you just yeah, type 120. <laughs> plus, <laughs> plus 23. Oh, for those people listening and not looking, Nick is in with Lindsay. Hello. There he is. That's what Nick sounds like. Except for that was pretty quiet. Oh, I can't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> you can be. You're being genteel and genteel like a good boy. Very good. What's the tea and begins? Fork tea. And it's his birthday on Sunday. And Hooray! I enjoy the tea. It is not my birthday. I don't have birthdays. I was not born. Hatching day? Hatching Oh, what is Travis Day? Hatching day. We actually met Nick a year ago, like the day after his birthday. So it's ah. No, that is not when you met. Well, no, but probably. It was, I got the photo. No. Even before then, because... Oh, yeah, I don't know. That's the one I There's one at... There's the first time at Numbers, and then there's the other time at, um... Who the choice? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, probably. Like, talk to you. I'm actually reading your name. I'm sorry you're getting spanked. So, um... You're in Kermega, you have spent the night at the sorry excuse, and more... It was actually a sorry excuse, wasn't it, Lockout? It was. Well, I mean, the Amandis, once you were actually bled dry, um, were not bad. 
And how badly were we robbed overnight? Right. Uh, no. I mean, for that matter, Gary pretty much spent most of the night just wandering around Caramega. <laughs> Talking with various people. Learning dark secrets. Um, what I do? <laughs> but the night before, you had met with Vargan of the Augurs of Caramega, a troll. Um, you had expressed your desire of looking into a rather ancient Thassalon artifact, I believe, and she said that she could, the Augurs could possibly assist you. However, currently they were still on strike again because of the actions of a member of the Ardok family. A family of magic users and golem crafters that are basically the ruling gang of the Biz district of town. You agreed that you would free her younger brother, who had been taken captive by Birkenin Ardok, and in return they would assist you in searching for this artifact. Uh, furthermore, you had sent Gav. Uh, as something the messenger boy to the biz district to make an appointment for you guys with the head members of the Arduk family um, at a place called the Kiln. And he had set that up for you. <laughs> Why are we doing right. that again? We're going to go talk to that dude before we go kill off his, like, nephew. So he knows who killed off his nephew when we, uh... Yeah. That's right. I, th I think we got the impression that he wasn't well-liked and he was doing shit in his own. Well, in a place like Karamega, where the gangs have such a tenuous political relationship, one does not simply, on their own, go and kidnap a member of another prestigious gang without the, um, well, I guess one can do that, but they're probably not going to be looked on highly by their family for causing, basically, an embargo on the Augurs. So, is our goal hoping to get permission to do the raid and think they're not going to spank us for it, or are we trying to get paid by both sides by eliminating this unctuous irritant between their two factions? I suppose it's up to you guys. <laughs> are you talking to us or to Lockhart? Sorry. Uh, well, he's asking what your goal is, so I don't know what your guy's goal is. I think the idea is to try and do things correctly rather than causing a big stink. I don't think it's the right city to do things correctly in. Well, we're trying our best. I think you should rob everybody. That means we should not rob anybody. <laughs> I'm updating my story notes with everything I can remember from the last session so that I'm also writing down what we've, we've done so that Mr. here is up to date. Okay. Uh, I've currently just written, uh, we've hired a dirty, annoying shit guide called Gav when we've had to bribe him. <laughs> That's about covered him, right? Uh, well, I, I drew a picture of the city. Did you? Yeah. It, it's like oh, a, oh, you did! You did! In the top left corner, there needs to be a gap. Oh yeah, there's like a little so they, bit, right? they live in the walls, like the people under the stairs or something? Yes. Yeah, like, yes. like a big walled part, and they all live in the walls, and then the interior of the city is all like open. I'm just saying... There's a map. I'm just saying it sounds like it'd be pretty easy to set it on fire and murder them all. I'm just putting that out there. 
Just well, a lot of it is made out of stone, so... And it's rather large. Yeah. So we came, we came in, like, here, where it's kind of broken, and then, like, different districts. Um, like, these are all, like, the walls of the city, and, like, people living in them. This bit's all open. What do I sound like I've been paying attention? I have to I guess you did. Really bad. And this this bit like comes up to a cliff. There's a big cliff there. Yeah. There's a big cliff area called Britishins. You should take that Loads of Britishins. I want to be the ruler of Biss, actually. The the Britishins is basically like Stepford. Yeah, that's they all they all have like different personalities, don't they? Well, in, they're all a bit odd. Basically, in, in, in Widdishans, everyone agrees to follow the rules, and it's like this constant thing of you're paying money to get people to enforce the rules and stuff, and you're constantly telling on your neighbor, and your neighbor's telling on you. <laughs> it's trying to be these perfect model Stepford citizens and stuff. And it sounds like my subdivision. I was going to say, it sounds exactly like where we live. Yes, you've got to sign up on the charter for the... Uh, Right, you agree to paint green. Yes. That's the right color. Exactly. That's, I'm not kidding is... you when I tell you that we have a book. I will find it and show you it one day. We have a booklet that is pages thick that tells me the color that I'm allowed to have my blinds and the outside of my house and my window. That that would be exactly the type of stuff that happens in Wittershins. Yes. <laughs> we almost bought one Thursday, but the kitchens were small and shitty. Uh, so, Gary gets back in the morning after spending most of the night out about town. Luckily alive. Yay! I was hoping for that. I, I was actually, I, I actually, before I said that, I should have asked you, do you take Brunskill along and just cast Lester Restoration in the morning? Uh, that's probably a good... <laughs> there, there is another very easy way to technically avoid sleep. Casting Lesser Restoration removes the fatigue of not sleeping. Well, he only needs uh, two hours anyway because he's got... Well, I, I'm saying Gary, yes, but if he wants oh. to sleep, let's go along. Brooms can sleep. Mm. Well, I've got several charges of uh, burning hands and stuff left, although I am suspicious that somebody might be hunting us in town. Which shard is it that we're here to find? Is it um, Gluttony? Gluttony or Lust? Yeah, uh, I've already got lust. Okay. Yeah, of course you have. How it much is. cocaine and or meth do y'all have? Should be gluttony. Yes. Like yes. Because it's associated with necromancy, which makes me worried about us not having a lot of anti-necromatic. Cocaine is a white powder. Well, it's a white powder made from... I just saying, you don't need to sleep if you're up with the cocaine. So, who's walking? I can hear the sounds of walking. That's probably Chris upstairs for me. Ah, okay, I got you. Well, the dog's currently oh, trying oh. to eat her foot. Not there. I'm sat below the kitchen, basically. So, um, uh, Gav gives a knock, good morning knock on your doors, telling you that you better come down, otherwise you're going to miss the complimentary breakfast that you paid for. Well, we'll head down to miss the complimentary breakfast that we paid for. Not <gasps> oh, Nick could be Gav. No, <laughs> isn't he already? Yeah, right. After, after I've written it, he's a dirty, annoying little shit. <laughs> yeah, Nick could be him. Sorry. 
Because he likes to pop and or shoot people. Well, we had to bribe him, like, with double the amount of gold because he was getting so many kickbacks from so many places that in order to get... He got one kickback. You decided to bribe him with double the money. Bribed him with a fifth of the money. We will give you extra money, just don't be a douchebag. I'm still lying to you. Yeah. But... He knows now that if he lies to me too much, I will stab him in the face. He never lied to you. Stab him in the face. Which will see you in combat. <laughs> My perception. Okay. So, <laughs> is there any other nice um, establishment you guys would like to visit in Camega before you meeting with the Arbok family? I don't think we need him. I said, yeah, do we? Before we go. Not unless I need some alchemist kindness uh, this morning. It's very neither of, of my kind, Oh, yeah. Plenty of Tengu. But, um, to be honest, lots of them like to um, roost on top of the city. Where, where would I find them? Which area? I suppose you could take the tunnels. Um, if you would ever like to... Uh, tunnels. Hmm? Birds don't like tunnels very much. Well, I mean, you gotta take the tunnels unless you can fly up there. Tunnel up. I refuse to answer that question. All right. I'm just saying, a lot of them they like to, um, usually either in Biz or Oriat, they basically um, take some of the um, shanties of uh, the Warrens there and basically um, kind of encroach onto the roof of those areas. In Biz or Biz or Oriat. Okay. We're headed to Biz. So, so basically, like, the Warren is basically this kind of tent shanty town with lots of almost buildings built on top of buildings, you know, like those kind of places, like the, the sprawling um, slums of, like, the Brazilian cities and stuff like that. Um, so, so basically, where a lot of the Tengu like to roost is in the high areas of the Warrens or even building onto just the roof of Oriat or Biz. Hmm. Hmm. They can't call. I'm a shanty camp. You want to shanty down? I've got this little Jiminy Cricket thing going around my ear going, burn it, burn it all, burn it all down. <laughs> oh, that's coming. <laughs> Should we go check out this dude then? Things to, we said we were going to go. Uh, hmm? What's the Um... What's this guy called again? Something I don't know. That would be uh, Mr. Uh, Merriman Ardok. So if I write it Ardok, that's going to be close enough, right? Right. And why are you him again? Because he's the, he's the head of the family um, who is... Uh, he's the head of the family of which the guy who's kidnapped the auger is part of, and we want to go check everything's okay with him, for us to intervene before we go and do it. Okay. As not to cause offence. So, uh, what? Oh. Uh, Gavin would the appropriate addressing titles uh, for someone of his stature, like, um, stature, like, you know, the Lordship Arctic, you know, whatever. Uh, they, they tend to just go to general, um, uh, Gov or Sire or Mr. Aradoc, sir. That type of stuff. 
Mr. Just Arbor, good old sorry. general respect. I want to be called your Empress Ship today, please. Oh, are you listening, thing? Oh, are you Empress Ship? Thank you. Is that good, Gov? Yep. Gov. Gov. <laughs> Only if you yell, say my name, Sebastian. Say my name, Sebastian! How are you to do it? You can save me! Who's oh. Sebastian? <laughs> you did not just say that thing. Did you just lose nerd points thing? He just lost all of his nerd points. All of them. Well, which, which Sebastian? Uh, just blinking on the reference. Never a new story? Oh. So now, so now you can... Sebastian! Yes, Bastion. Bastion. Oh, that's it. It's Bastion, isn't it? Yeah, Nick. His name is Sebastian. No, it's Bastion. Just because she calls him by some stupid fucking nickname. The kid's name is Sebastian. So, so, so what's her name? Bubbles! The princess? Yes. The childlike empress? Yes, what's, what's the name that he calls her? Cum Dumpster? That's right, that's right. She's the, she's the childlike empress, Cum Dumpster. It's Bubbles! I'm sorry, Cum Dumpster. It's not Bubbles either. Alright, we bubbles. It totally I'm, is not bubbles. I'm not you. You yeah. both have computers in front of you. Yeah. It's still the worst name in the world. What is it then? How? No, it's the second <laughs> worst name in the world. <laughs> Let us not get distracted with never-ending story. Oh, sorry. Otherwise, the session will never end. Right? <laughs> Go on forever. Until the nothing. Part, which is shitty. So you guys are heading to the Biz District to go to the kiln? No. No other particular thing? I don't think there's anything else we need to do, is there? Unless we need to run up some, some poisons and... As, as you're having your, your breakfast, uh, there's an entertaining goblin juggling hedgehogs in the corner for coins. He hasn't earned any money, but he has bleeding hands already. That's nice. Purify food and drink on the uh, breakfast. Safe bet. That's funny. Well, at least my portion. Oh, such a kind oracle. Um, uh, Gav is basically, as he's kind of explaining your itinerary of, of uh, how he set this up, he's, he's alternating between general spoonfuls from each of your own bowls of gruel, basically. <laughs> <laughs> well, we were prepared for complimentary gruel, did we? Yes. Complimentary gruel. That sounds like complimentary gruel. That sounds prepared for the complimentary gruel. Beef or pork gruel? Probably pork. Mm. So, you you make your way out of the hospice uh, through down markets, uh, past the wards, and into the um, glowing. Lights of Biz. Biz. Uh. Oh boy. Wrong page here. Yes, yes. The honeycomb maze of chambers that you've seen in the rest of the um, city gives way to a single enclosed cavernous space. The floors are cluttered with shops and boarding houses, many of which stand several stories tall. 
And you can see truly elite and magnificent manners have crawled up the great walls of the city and on the balconies um, to distance themselves from the rabble below. Hmm. They are enormous buttressed ledges that stick out from the walls like shelves and support the manners and workshops of the wealthy. Gavin informs you the higher the balconies uh, are, um, the higher, yes, higher the balconies are, the more prestigious a position it is. Uh, lights of the balconies cascade down the walls like a glowing waterfall, while there are other primary light sources at the district centers that are great lanterns. That hang down from the ceiling 80 feet above, and they illuminate the streets packed with residents, as well as numerous constructs, golems walking around, some of them performing additional construction, other numerous small spider-like things skittering through, passing messages. It's so prevalent that at the moment you think that there's actual animal life in the city, only to realize those birds and, and rats are actual mechanical constructs skittering past. That's pretty cool. And creepy. Um, as you pass by, there is a small crowd gathered in front of one shop um, where there is a man wearing um, a combination of kind of robes as well as just an apron, but a lot of his clothes seem to have a magical glow about them. He is announcing punishment for the theft of groceries to this one rather scared-looking youth produces a chisel, a construct um, places out his hand, and he nonchalantly carves off two of the um, front knuckles of the kid, and then basically sends him on his way. Nice. Stabilized. Yes? In a world where magical healing exists, can't we just get magical healing and they'll regrow? Regeneration? Re um, regeneration is a fairly high-level spell. Is it regeneration for replacing body parts? Yes. Okay. I'm not saying that it can't be done, mm. but cure light wounds would not do it. It would just heal over the area. Nice. What is the standard damage on a wand? Is it 2d4? Depends what kind of wand it is. I've got wand damage 2d4. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like acid arrow. I think that's that your like acid arrow, yes. Okay, I was just checking. I didn't need to update it. Your, your magic missile wands, I think, are... Um, Doing three missiles, those ones you got from the Sugathi? Yeah, I ones. <clears throat> it's what, in my macro button, I'm just, um, I'm checking everything for, yeah. I'm updating all of them, I just didn't, so that acid arrow is 2d4. Yes. Uh, yes. Thank you. So, Gav leads you up to the kiln which appears to be part factory, part fortress. Well, currently, the front doors are wide open, and you can see inside a number of um, steam coming out as there is um, metals um, being um, melted down in some of the forges there. Um, you can also hear the tinkering of people shaping metal and carving out gears and other items needed for golem crafting, no doubt. Um, it also is made of thick stone, you can see a portcullis hanging over the front doors to be able to be lowered down, and the walls are thick and basically have a walkway around them where there are massive golems patrolling, basically carrying um, ballistas on them. Ballistas? Yes. Like siege? Yes. Okay. Well, ballistas, they're small, like 
They are large enough to be called a ballista, but as far as siege weapons go, they're not really the most siege of them. They're not the most savagery of weapons. Considering this is the Pathfinder world where huge monsters exist, that could just be like a precaution against if something of a purple horn burst out of the ground or something all of a sudden. Yeah. Or Sudafi, yeah. Yes. Um, in any event, the factory seems to be in full um, working order. Mm-hmm. Uh, you see, again, many of these people typically wearing um, clothing with sort of um, these streaks of glowing blue in them appear to be um, the um, heads and the bosses of the area commanding other people and working on projects. You can see numerous golems being constructed, um, partially finished, and um, spells being placed upon them. And um, Gath kind of introduces you as you're kind of asked by a, a, a vocal um, clockwork construct at the beginning to um, name your reason for entrance. And he says that there's a meeting that you guys have set up with Mammon, and the clockwork construct walks you forward into a private room where there is a um, man waiting for you. A chisel hangs off his belt, as well as a spider-like construct standing on his shoulder. He is a dignified gentleman, his hair white, but still very much showing much uh, life to his ears. And as soon as I edit it... Where am I getting echo from? I don't know. Test, test. Hello? Okay, I had a momentary echo there. It seems to be gone now. And he's got helix flames. He looks kind of cool. I gotta figure out how to do that. Yes. I believe you had issued an appointment with me. Please, take a seat. He's in a, basically looks like a small um, courtroom, really. It's not quite up to the same standards. There's not a huge judge stand, but there is a small gallery and a small seat here and there. Um, he is kind of seated in the central judge seat, and he motions you to kind of sit in the gallery if you wish. That we sit. He's kind of silver foxy. He's a pussy. He has a spider in him. I don't do no fuck. I'll shoot a fucking spider. I don't care. <laughs> the, the spider crawls off the side. One of its limbs kind of turns into a slight closet, picks up a pen, and dips in ink and puts it to parchment. As you guys kind of speak, it starts um, scribbling against it. The Kidobot. Um, I believe you wish to meet with me. Cool. Do you wish to purchase a Ardok family golem um, to aid you in your journey, Pathfinders? Uh, that would be a wonderful asset, I'm sure. Uh, but I'm, we probably do not currently have the means, having just arrived in town at, uh, from far off Magnamar. It does not strike me as a wise business plan to spend all your money getting to a market and not having any left to purchase with. Well, not all of my money, but probably to uh, not be able to afford craftsmanship of quite the noted Arduk family 
We can always earn your favor. It's nice to know things are going as well as usual with negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, favor. Uh, you will excuse me. Kind. But even Pathfinders vouched for by the Dusk Wardens, I'm not sure I could exchange with um, for favors alone. Um, favor and we'll give you this boy. <laughs> Would you like a boy? Gav no. gives a, a sidelong look at um, Treacle. Is that one knuckle? Is this like a proper Jewish golem where you put the scroll in its mouth? Uh, no, golems are much more varied and complex. While some of them may have commands from scrolls inside their head, others of them are just programmed to like obey a certain person or something like that. Um, in any event, so then, um, what is the meaning for this appointment if it is not to purchase from the Yadok family? He taps his fingers, steeple together. Everybody looks at Gary. In, in fairness, he seems to be looking at Gary as well for the most part. Gary's the social character. I'm the slightly most... looking at Misaki, but he seems to have almost completely dismissed Nearmore and Burns. That's, that's because I'm invisible today. Mm. Why? Uh, no, really. Let's see. Uh, you've heard of recent tensions between the Ardok family and the Augurs. Yes. And being of an outside and neutral uh, status, we were wondering if we might be able to somehow help ease these tensions. Hmm. <clears throat> What exactly is it that you know of the situation? Uh, apparently... Oh, <laughs> I'm getting echo again. I'm not sure from where. I've not seen it pop up somewhere. I don't know where it's coming in. I'm, I'm getting kind of metallic-iness from time to time as well. But I don't, it's, it's from almost everybody. It's, not, it's universal, it seems. Hmm. That's weird. Maybe the atmospheric levels of mercury are high. Maybe. I'm even hearing myself echoing. Well, it's usually when there's an echo, you can see someone else's green meter pop up. And I'm not yeah. seeing it. You don't seem to be echoing. I was expecting to see it on Vecna, but... I mean, because I'm using your earphones, so... Right. So Thing is echoing, and Lindsay is echoing, and Lockhart is not, which is kind of weird. Weird. I don't know, I lied, Lockhart echoed. Hmm. Yeah, anyway, Thing, negotiate. Yes. yes, what exactly is it that you know about this conflict? Uh, we've heard that one of the... Uh, members of the Augurs has been missing, and apparently people think they might be somewhere within this. And? Uh, how do I say this? 
Why do I play characters with high diplomacy? Why do you play characters with high diplomacy? Because you like to do this conversational part. Yes, because I so suck at this. Try to whisper, it's not working. As we understand it, sir. Um, oh, sorry, it is, it is working. I just don't have my ding on, so I don't hear you on the journal. No, I've sent three, and it says there's an error with your formula. Can you try again? I, I got one from you. Yeah, but I've sent a, an additional one, and it isn't working, and I'm doing exactly the same thing! Sorry. I'll figure it out. I'm, I'm doing exactly the same thing, and I don't know why it's not working. You, you can just use slash w space... GM space in the message. That's what I did. Slash W space GM space and then just what the message is. Mm -hmm. do, I need to do, the do I need to do the bracket? No. Okay. Uh, but yeah, um, mm -hmm. yes, he asked you. Um, basically, he, he seems to be looking like he expects more from people who are appraised of the situation. Sir, as we understand it, um, one of your um, minor relatives has taken possession of one of the important orders, and uh, this has caused some kind of fractious disturbance between the two of you. Um, we have been informed of this and would happily deal with the matter and return the ogre to his rightful place, making it look like neither of you would lose any face whatsoever. Um, if that would be appropriate. But we did not want to come in rough shot without your blessing. Hmm. Finn, make a diplomacy check, because you're, you're better at Hal's character and you were trying. That's right. <laughs> I've got a minus to charisma. I'm generally relying solely on my wisdom to just relate to what's oh, going on. Oh, crap. 19. It really doesn't sound like you truly understand the situation much at all. For example, you don't even seem to know a specific name. How do you know you're just not trying to use rumors here? Say, um, what's this kid called? The name Birkinen was put forward, but we're rather hesitant to outright accuse any one person being newcomers to the city and all. And the older he has kidnapped is called... We know the name, I just can't remember it. Augustil. Yes, Augustil the Augur. And there is rumor in the Augur camp that he is being tortured by your um, relative, and that's co a cause of some concern. Hmm. I admit, Birkenen has ceased responding to directives from the family council. However, we cannot be seen to have any sort of internal struggle. It would not do for the rabble to see an undivided front from the family. They might get uppity. Uh, of course, sir. Uh, um, as we are kind of um, uninvolved with either side, it may just appear um, happenstance, almost. Unless you can give us a 
different reason for entering there, perhaps? I think if you're willing to help the situation, the best thing were if you could bring Broken in to the family council here in the kiln for us to deal with his, um, shall we say, youthful exuberance in study. Um, yes, that sounds reasonable. And then, of course, um, provided that you don't take any belongings at the manor that belong to the family, mm -hmm. we would be able to look the other way on any sort of states in which he might arrive, provided he can be roused for proper discussion. Roused for proper burial. Um, yes, that, that seems like a, a reasonable middle ground, sir. Uh, what do you say, Gary the Elf? Uh, yes, we'll try and avoid damaging uh, family property in, in our endeavors, then. Yes, very good. I think I can spread this news to the family that Birkenin will finally be answering his summons. And for the most part, I don't believe you should face any trouble from the rest of the family. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Alright, let's go, let's go kick this little shit's ass. Kick <laughs> uncle's ass, too. This uncle seems like a pompous douchebag. Well, we'll come back and kick his pompous douchebag ass after we've rescued the troll. Maybe, maybe we're, when we're not inside the factory of his workers. I like to hit with my after before I stab myself in the eye with it. I currently have it as plus four, plus six, plus one, minus two, which is clearly not right. The minus two, I can understand. It, it level. That reminds me, yeah, the minus two is your negative level. It's your dex modifier plus your oh. best attack bonus. Right, yeah. your dex used to be four before the belt that we bought you. I don't know where the plus one is coming from. No you don't have point blank shot or something, do you? I do. I know where it's coming from. Uh, we had a blessing on us when she had the negative level and she built that ah. in the I do. So it's plus six plus five. Yeah, right. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, thanks. There's so much math in this game. It's not really about time enough. <laughs> I just spend the whole time like trying to figure out like all of my formulas for things. So, with that, he rises. He, um... I, I should say again, he, he shakes Gary's hand, crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. <laughs> General gives a nod. No, that would be an artificer. <laughs> and uh, lets you be on your way. Alright, let's go kick this little shit's ass. Where is he, Gary? Gav, where's this dude? Alright, uh, Gav. Phone book type uh, appliance to the district. Uh. The Gap knows where Birkin is located uh, and um, is able to bring you to um, one of the walls of the district and points up to a manor that is on a prominent balcony 40 feet above the floor of the district. 
Gav, uh, Gav, if you were going to get in here, how would you do it? He um, points to uh, the obvious ways. Mm. There is an arched entrance in the wall that leads to an enclosed stone staircase, as well as a complex affair of ropes and pulleys attached to a wooden platform that currently rests on the ground. Hmm. Let's try that again. Gav, if you wanted to get in here without really being seen by anyone, how would you do it? I'd climb up the walls. Tent where Treacle and Nick. That's funny. Treacle <laughs> <laughs> and Nick. I'm the, I'm the evil uh, devil on the shoulder telling her to do awful, awful things. Burn them all and rob them. <laughs> How's that any different than... If I didn't want to get seen, God, I'd probably try and invest in some sort of um, uh, invisibility magic or something like that. So what you're saying is there's really no back way into this place? Well, um, unless you're willing to invest in magics to drop down from the ceiling or something, you got your stairs, and you got your platform. Right. Are there any guards or anything here? Let's, let's, let's case it out for a little while. Yeah, well, to, be, to be perfectly honest, you really can't see too much of the manor because it is a balcony 40 feet up. Yeah. Are there people coming and going via these stairs and pulleys? Standing there for a while, you don't see any particular activity. Nick, Nick um, you're suggesting really good tactics that we should probably be already doing. Like, I can sneak and cause distractions and stuff. Yes. Maybe, maybe I should do some of those things. Maybe you should. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm going to let Nick suggest some more things for, for, for my character, and, and you know maybe he 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 might be good at this role playing thing. We should we should let him play sometime. Gasp! Fire is a distraction. You're right. Fire is a great distraction. Just saying. Fire. Okay. Um, as far as cards, you don't see anyone particularly standing about. While there are other golems kind of making um, particular um, sentries about the city blocks, um, none of them particularly walk too close to the wall or stay there very long at this particular entrance. Hmm. I'm, I'm assuming you're like a fair few houses back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. If there's like a stall of some kind, we'll look nonchalantly at things and, you know... Yeah. A, a, a lot of the a lot of the businesses here um, are very much of um, places where like they're selling gears or material for crafting wands or magical items and stuff. Right. Um, that's kind of the type of market this place is. Um, but um, pretty much um, within a few couple hours of watching, you don't see any traffic. Hmm. Okay, so within 60 feet, I can detect magic and see if he's got an alarm spell or something on the staircase. <laughs> we can do that as we head up it. So, essentially what we're doing is we're watching a staircase, hoping that we can get up it. So, why don't we walk by with you casting detect magic and see what we can see? And if there's nothing there, we can go up and see what's at the top of it. Hello? Hello? Hello, what? Sorry, I didn't hear that. Sorry, sorry I, I was there for a moment. Oh, Lockhart, stop freezing! I think it's the, the 
I think it's the connection to Canada tonight that's the problem. Hmm. Anyway. The connection to Canada. Sorry, but so what are you guys trying to do? Uh, pass near the stairs enough for me to hit do them with detect magic. Well, you can oh, cast yeah. it. You can cast it and just concentrate as we walk by. That's true. So you don't have to like look suspicious. You can cast it a ways off, and we can just slowly walk past. Oh. Sixty feet. So, so um, we so you're, you're basically just trying to like walk past the wall, walk past or the base of the stairs. Things concerned that there's magic on the stairs, some kind of alarm system or something. Okay, because all right. So walking in a moderate pace, um, the first round, Finn recognizes a magic aura. Mm. Um, oh, sorry, that, there is magic in that direction. The second round, I believe, um, you, you recognize that there is one magical aura uh, radiating from the from the staircase. Mm. Uh, at this at this point, you can see that the stairway it's a five foot wide stairway situated inside the wall of Karameg itself. Access through an arched opening at ground level, whose surrounding stone is perfectly smooth, save for many tiny lines or slits carved haphazardly around along its length. The stairs wind up inside the wall toward the hanging mats on the wide buttressed balcony 40 feet above. The third round, probably where you're about 30 feet away at this point, Gary can make me a spellcraft check. Do, do, do. 24, 26 if it's to detect the effects of magic item. Uh, I'll silently and make fire, because they're only at five years and they're actually quite good. <laughs> <laughs> and he's making me feel love and shit roll right now. Uh, that, so, okay, that's not enough. You're now 20 feet away. You can do another check to determine the aura. Come on, Terry. Jeez. So you are now 10 feet away. Last chance before we nonchalantly turn the corner and continue where we're going. Come on, there. Uh, I am. This dice roller hates me. Dude, you suck. As as you move in front of the stairway, the dozens of lines carved into the archway twist and snap open, revealing okay. blankly staring eyes of the same grey stone. A chorus of high, discordant voices call out. Now solicitors, petitioners, inquisitors, or social calls, this is your only warning. With the sound of shuffling cards, all of the eyes swivel to focus in on Gary, who is leading the procession. A single tiny voice sings out, This means you! That's really Me? That's awesome and kind of creepy. The eyes follow you as you continue walking. After one person has left, they focus on the next target and the next target. So, Gary, can um, you back up a little and try and figure out what the hell it is? Sure. We'll all kind of turn and back away while Gary continues to point his wonderful beam at the, the thing. I'm going to places with Nick and let him drive and we'll start putting... But I'm going to just sat around the corner. I'll be okay. And I'll everything. And you'll never hear me. I'm just switching places. Um, 
Um, basically, as soon as you get roughly five feet or so away from them, the eyes slowly, one by one, close again into these unremarkable slits on the wall. Huh. Hmm. I'm going to move back and try and see if this is just some advanced magic mouth the thing, or if it, the eyes might be actually reporting to something. Okay. Until that. So, shall we say you are essentially taking 20 on the aura check? Sure. Because nothing is particularly stopping you from doing so. Just... Okay. So, you need me a 34. Uh, yeah. So yes, you'll be able to identify that there is a moderate divination magic about it. Hmm. Although well, chances are, if this is uh, just tripping on passerby, there's not somebody being notified every time somebody walks by. It's just a fancy post-no-notice type sign. In, in fairness, for the most part, again, this is against the wall of the district. Uh, there aren't too much traffic uh, walking up and down the wall itself. Hmm. Hmm. I guess if we're observed, we're kind of already burned anyways. I could try and dispel it temporarily, or we could just... Well, alternatively, we have just been observed walking past. Yeah. Do, do we know how how well these eyes can see things? Like, are they magic guys that see through shit, or are they just like... Oh, Gary has been able to determine that it is divination magic. It is moderate. So it is possible that, yes, they could have been seeing you. Um, typically, divination magic means there is some kind of feedback or detection of what's happening. However, Gary is not able to determine exactly what they're doing. Like... Could someone, like, sneak past these eyes, though? Or, like, put up a smoke screen in which, like, if there was smoke, could the eyes see through smoke? It is difficult to say. Yeah, we, we'd need to trust in Gary's amazing magic. Well, or burn a smoke stick, but... It is, it is possible they are triggered purely by spotting living people. It is possible they're triggered by motion. Now there's... Oh, uh, can we blow things past the eyes and see if they do anything? The recording machine may just have frozen for a moment. Uh, okay. But we're back running now, just saying, if uh, there was a little blip, Nick's attempting to do vandalism with the eyes. No, no, not throw things at the eyes. No. Like, go, go he's, he's, he's doing classic, original D&D um, trap finding method. How? Thing. I think Nick is doing something like actual role-playing. Um, he, he might... Hey, did you ever take Obscuring Mist? Nope. Like, <laughs> could you throw rocks past the eyes to see if they, they focus on them, or if it's just people? I mean, is that not a thing? Um, thing. Sorry, just hang on a second until we're... Are we still recording again? We're still good. We're good. It started moving again. It was, okay. just a, temp it was a temporary glitch. 
Um, if Treacle has taken the time to find a spare stone or object, uh, throwing it past other door onto the staircase um, reveals no activity from the eyes. No activity. Okay, so it's obviously not just movement based. No, just on people. So between the two of you, Magic Bob and Trap Bob, you should be able to figure out we're past this bait. Treacle, can, can we disarm this thing? Hell yeah. Phase through the stone. That's what we're really good at, is disarming things. Sam, you guys are good at this stuff, right? <laughs> there, there is also the um, Ascender. I can give you the description for that if you're taking a look at it. We'll take a look at the Ascender. So, resting on the stone floor of the district below the balcony above is a 10-foot square wooden platform. Thick ropes run from each corner along pillars that rise up to the balcony above. A pair of Latisse-like doors sit in the southwestern and northeastern walls of the platform, basically the front and back of it. Uh, one corner of the platform holds a small mechanical box with a lever currently set in the down position. A number of gears, counterweights, and other mechanical components is housed within a 10-foot square hollow stone pillar under the balcony and just, just um, southwest of the lift. So it's uh, oh, it it is essentially an elevator. Lindsay, Lindsay, did you give Ruby a treat? Yeah. Okay, I was wondering what she was eating. Well, using the elevator sounds like a terrible idea. Yeah. However, climbing up the ropes for the elevator sounds like a less terrible idea. Using my disabled device, can I figure out anything about it? No. More than, like, just what meets the eye. Uh, give me a perception check. I'm pretty shady climbing ropes. I'm much more of a stairs type of person. <laughs> I'm really designed for the stairs. We got I could probably climb it. Considering what it is, uh, we got twenty-nine. Uh, okay, treat Nick. Uh, so, uh, let me just take a look here. Nico, that's good. That's good. That's a brand. You can brand that. You can work on that. Okay. So, you're able to determine uh, by taking a look at the um, platform below, the counterweights, and the gears above, uh, that simply put, it is an elevator. By flicking the lever to the up position, it should start slowly releasing the counterweights to give a gradual rise up uh, to until it is level with the uh, balcony. Unless a rope gets cut or broken or... Well, is there anything magical on this elevator? Detect magic. Uh, there is uh, a magical aura within the mass of counterweights and um, stuff at the top of the balcony that basically is the engine behind it. So, if those weights start moving, someone's going to be fucking alerted. What kind of magic is it, thing? Concentrate, concentrate. Round three. Uh, Spellcrafting. Uh, yeah, it 
Um, again, basically because you can have the time to do this. Uh, it will be a minor, I believe, invocation. Invocation. So movement, so somebody doesn't have to manually winch the ro the rocks back up when the uh, generates back up when the thing. Invocation like fireball and shit. Energy. So tenses disc and stuff like that is evocation. No, that's you're, con you're, you're conjuring, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that telekinesis or is that no? So evocation would be things like it does include a lot of the things, but it's also like dancing lights, flare, light. Hmm. Continual flame, darkness, flame sphere, gust of wind. It, it is basically different types of energy. Mm -hmm. So um, in, this, in this setting, is an elevator common? Um, um, this whole district that you're in is just a bit more technologically advanced. It is something you're not aware with, but... I mean, the thing is, this isn't the only one here. There's plenty of other um, ledge manners that have a similar contraption. So Some of them even larger than this one. It's strange and new, but not necessarily sinister. Yes, there, there are plenty of other examples as you walked along the ledge of other manners with a similar type of contraption. Okay, so we can just be like, ooh, more so than, oh my god, it's going to kill us. Yes, if you wish. Wow. Um, you, may, you may also be a technophobe and decide it's going to kill you regardless. Okay, if I was to read its aura, what would its aura tell me? And if you um, said its aura is going to tell me it's an elevator, I'm going to slap you. <laughs> <laughs> its aura tells you it's a lift. With your perception and your knowledge of devices, um... You believe that it is, while robust, a still somewhat delicate mechanical device to lift and lower the platform. It certainly appears as though it has a high strength threshold, judging by the number of weights. It could lift very he large, heavy things upwards. However, at the end of the day, you are dealing with things where this is rope and chain, and... If you guys did cut all of the chains, which wouldn't be very hard, it wouldn't work. Mm. Well, it's probably where they carry bulk cargo rather than up the five-foot staircase, so it'll be great for removing loot from the place. <laughs> I think we probably should use the stairs for getting in. I don't know. This, I mean, this is at the bottom right now. Why don't we go up the lift? If it's like a cargo entrance, it's going to be about in the front door. I mean, if the stairs alert people, I would think the fucking elevator alerts people as well. Giant counterbalance weights moving down. And it, might be it, 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 it would be reasonable that there would be some noise from it. However, at the same time, the, the ledge itself is sizable. Um, so it's possible that the noise would not necessarily be heard inside certain areas of the house. However, you don't necessarily have a good view of the house either. Let's just go. Let, okay, let's just go up the goddamn lift. Then at least we're not dealing with magic particularly. What about actually climbing up the ropes and chains instead? Is that going to be suspicious? I mean, how many people are around here? 
I thought, didn't we say that, like, nobody fucking walks by here? Like, it's a perfect Nobody place. walks by, but again, you're going 40 feet up. People some distance away will be able to see you climbing if they look towards you. Also, a thing isn't going to be able to make it up 40 feet, even with that, a That is the more particular issue, is some members of the party may not be able to do it. It is somewhat of a difficult climb. They are rather smooth pillars. The rope is not knotted or easy for climbing. Or we could split the party and half go up the rope, half go up the uh, stairs. Splitting the party is always a wonderful idea. What a great idea thing. Let's do that. Green guns can go up the stairs. We set the house on fire and let them come to us. We have to get to the house. It's 40 feet above us. Up on a stone ledge. Hey, I'm, I'm just... That, that might also um, basically ruin any risk you have of not damaging our property within the house. Yeah. And, and also the troll might not like the fire. Yeah. Yes, that, that also might kill the person you're trying to rescue inside the house. And alert the district fire brigade or... Do we know what the person looks like that we're trying to rescue? He's a, a troll. troll. I, thought, oh, I thought we were trying to rescue somebody no. from the troll. No, we're rescuing the troll. Now, is he a troll, or is he a goblin, like in Troll 2? He's a troll. troll. I can show you, Nick, if you want to see what his sister looks like. Ooh, is she hot? Yeah, yeah. She is fabulous for a troll. (laughs) Oh, I would fuck the shit out of her. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Treacle would fuck the shit out of her. All 15 feet high for her. Well, you see that Prevence Hell tongue? I mean, oh yeah, oh yeah, that tongue is going straight up the badge. <laughs> no, no, it's a bird, she has a cloaca. I would never say that word. <laughs> I would say the late part. <laughs> cloaca, it's so funny. Now, so, <laughs> what are you guys doing? Oh, that's funny. Gav, basically, when you guys start your initial walk by, um, Gav told you that he'll wait around just in the market area. He doesn't have much desire to be squished by something that shouldn't be moving in the first place. Like what? Like the elevator falling on him if we move well, on? Well, also he's referring to golems and stuff. Oh, that's Stone it. that's been animated and whatnot. So why don't we go up, um, up the elevator? Let's just get on it and go up. Are we splitting the party? Or No, we're all going up the elevator. Under protest. Or would you prefer those creepy stairs with the creepy eyes? Well, the stairs aren't that creepy, just the eyes on them are a little creepy, but well, we've already been seen by those. That's pretty creepy. Can we throw a dog past the eyes and see if it sees those? Can we just get some delivery guy uniforms and come up and... Uh... If we're gonna do all, the, if we're gonna do all that classic early D and D stuff, why don't you summon a pony and send it up the stairs while we go up the elevator? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Do you have summon monster? I have summon monster one. If you can do it. Now that being said, attraction. That being said, um, there would be no one left to flip the switch to move it downwards afterwards. What do you mean? There, there's a switch. You push it. You push it up to go up. Yeah, but once you're up, how do we know there's no switch down. at the top to make it go down? No, the switch is part of the elevator. So I think he was saying us in the elevator and send the pony up the stairs. Oh, send the pony up the stairs. Oh, yes. Why is everybody terrified of stairs? It's not stairs. It's. Eyeballs staring at you. Clearly, clearly watch Gremlins. 
He's waiting for the stairlift and the gremlins to like. <laughs> I I'm I'm afraid of stairs like this since I saw Scooby Doo and then I pulled the lever and the stairs turned into a slide and then you're fucked. Slide, so terrifying. I like slides. <laughs> we'll have our. My parents were killed by a slide. Okay. <laughs> I'm mine by an elevator. Uh. No. Uh, no. no elevator. That's. What do you think? Alright, let's go! In the lift. Let's go! Yeah, fuck it. Okay. Head. So you guys go into the lift? Yes, we do. Who flips the switch? I do! I'll check flips the switch? I'll check it first. He's checking it. You, well, we checked it before. Again, still. Well, I'm double-checking it because I'm careful. He's <laughs> making a list and checking it twice. She's double-checking it because she's paranoid. Everything's on a good road. It's all over right, the capture paper around your house. Alright, it seems all are fine. Uh, you flip the switch, and the platform begins to quickly, but not too easily, descend <gasps> at a rate of five feet per round. But it's mm, not it's So, Chuck, what would be the street value of this elevator? A uh, hundred million dollars. Um, I, 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 I should mention as part of it, the entry door closes as you go up. But, I mean, it's it's not like this is a cage or something. There's just these two doors and like a waist high wall. I don't know. Yeah, lattice work. Yes. It's it's, it's really, really mostly decoration than anything. Um, I'm keep an eye up on the weights and the ropes. Okay. More, more importantly, I'm keeping an eye on this counterbalance as it passes this elevator. Okay. And I'm just daydreaming about that sexy troll bitch. Horrible little chicken. You're going to ruin my character for me. So you guys can make me perception checks. Oh boy. Perception, you sir. Well, you guys just said you were keeping eyes on things. Yeah. Eleven. I believe I just said I was daydreaming yeah, about well, a troll. I, I, I can see that they're chains. 32. Okay. Oh, quick perception. 43. Holy crap. So even if you're daydreaming, you still can't help yourself but be aware of things, because that's how good you are. I think I'm using all my perception thinking about that sexy troll tongue. So, my cooter, my bird cooter. You guys, the platform reaches around 30 feet up. At that point, Nirmar and Trico notice that part of the gear work within the um, gears underneath the balcony is moving. A creature made of metal suddenly seems to be pulling pins and gears out of the contraption, oh. and all of a sudden it um, lurches and then begins to fall, followed by a number of gears from the counterweight area above the balcony. Jumping! Yes, quite so. Um, if you want to make a, a, a jump, that would be a reflex save. Well, crap. Abandoned elevator. Yeah, I think we're going to have to get... So basically, they're crashing to the ground. Yes. Get the hell out of here. I'm trying to jump free of this... Uh, now, that being said, Gary, you're running a ring of feather falling, right? I am. 
So you won't take fall damage, however, you're not able to remove yourself away from where the gears are falling down. Did you say we could get out of the elevator? Yes, you can make a reflex save to try and get out of the elevator. You oh, can jump to the ground, or you can try to climb onto one of the ropes. 27. Reflex so save. So are you jumping to the ground, or are you trying to climb onto one of the ropes? I'm just trying to figure out whether I retain slow fall, but I don't think I do. Um, 20. And then I'm going to jump to the ground. What the hell? Okay. I still have high jump. I can jump a goddamn long way. I don't much for a surprise. So, unfortunately, Gary, I don't know if he's going to make it. And Brunsk is probably not going to make it, but we'll see. Nope. Gary, Treacle, and Brunsk are not able to escape the lift, so they have an attack against them from falling gears. So I'm going to gears. On, on Gary, does a 22 hit your flat foot? My flat foot. Uh, crap. Yes, crap. Um, where do I have my flat foot? A 34 will hit um, Treacle, and a 34 will hit Brunsk. 34, yeah. Uh, 22 will hit my flat-footed. Wow. Okay, so the three of them are taking 3d6... Uh, sorry, Gary's not taking 3d6 from falling because he has the feather fall ring. So he's actually... You guys fall uh, and he's slightly floating down as he gets sprained by a gear. Um, so the falling damage for Masaki and Brunsk is 14 points of damage. 14? Oh. Yes. You're falling 30 feet. Yeah. Let's take the elevator. And the damage from the gears uh, for... As, as opposed, technically, Miramo should take that 14 too because you're still falling. Yes. Well, I'm jumping, so is that a controlled fall? Do we have rules for that? Uh, not in this. You, you're jumping to void. You're not jumping control downwards. Okay, I guess that's fair. I guess I'm just jumping out. This yeah. is mostly jumping to avoid the gears falling on you. Okay. Uh, so you take the 14 as well, and this 3d6 is from the gears then? Uh, yes. And, and uh, 8 points for Gary, Misaki, and Brunsk from the gears. So another 8 points? Yes. The lift crashes to the ground, and you guys can see... Um, Some little clockwork construction. You guys can see this. A tiny metallic creature, shaped like a dragon, yet beneath oh. its shining articulate plates with girders and spinning belts. It, it flaps away from the counterweight area and upwards um, onto the balcony is what you see, basically. How big is that thing? It's, it's quite small. It's maybe like the size of a house cat. Or a pug. Is it pug-sized? Oh, a pug. A pug. Could be pug-sized. So apparently they knew there was no deliveries today. <laughs> it's so pretty. Little shit. I feel like William Shatner all of a sudden. What? Fucking riding on something and something pops out and starts dismantling it. So the stairs. I'm pretty sure well, I've got eyes in the wall. This worse than the cute little metal dragon. Yeah, you know. so, so does this count as breaking something of the Ardok families? 
Or did they break their own thing at this they point? They broke their own shit, those cocksuckers. Um, unfortunately, there's very little that um, you can collect down here. If you could get up underneath the balcony, you could collect um, the mechanics. That being said, I think the, it was specifically constructs he wanted you to gather from. Like yeah. that little fucker up there. Yes. That, that would probably be a construct. Very good. A few pounds of scrap we'd need to... So, while, while the noise is being made, we may as well go up the stairs then, right? Um, there are a number of, um, you can see, a number of golems slowly moving towards, possibly activated by the large crashing sound. To we're going up the stairs. Thing, zap anyone who needs it while we're moving. All right. Yes. We are broken and pained. We're heading up the stairs, Lockhart. All right. Can we, can we, like, throw uh, up something to at least try and obscure the eye's vision? Then you're an obscuring mist. No. You suck. Oh, no! You're the worst <laughs> magic user ever. Can we start it? There is not a lot of dust. Um, the area being kept clean during the night by sweeping golems, no doubt. Sweeping um, golems. I need to get me one of those. I was about to say, doesn't someone still have a few of those smoke sticks from the first adventure? I have to, I have to yeah, we still got ten of those in Pinkerfoot bags. In theory, if, if, the, if the spine is purely visual, even if it activates upon your approach, what they will see then is smoke. So, okay, so... Do we have to? Do you have, or did you sell them all? No, Liz, I, have, like, I have eight smoke sticks. We'll fire off a few smoke sticks each as we run up the stairs. Uh, yeah, how many smoke sticks does it take to obscure a magical? I, I, th I think they're five foot squares, so just to be safe, doing two of them. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Activating two of them, tossing them in front of the door, and put up a decent um, smoky area. <clears throat> Excuse me. Hiccups. So I'll hit people with kill light wounds wand while uh, we're going upstairs. Alright. Uh, marching motor? I'll go first because I'm the fastest. Oh, what is the major image thing? Where, where will I find it's, that? It's the function of the shard. You can cast oh, the major okay. image once per day. Okay. But you've already used the smoke sticks, have you? Yeah, we'll use the smoke sticks. I'll go. I'll go first because I'm fastest, so I'll probably get there first, and I'm guessing Brunsk will bring up the rear. Order from the rear. So then, Treacle after you, Yeah. Gary after Treacle? Sure. Okay, so, you guys will get to the top of the stairs. I'll switch maps. I'm going to leave the description. But then we'll do the Carolite stuff before we proceed, all right? Okay, all right. Yeah. So switching maps. Ah. ah look at that. Like a blacked out something or other. The interior of the building. Reading the description. The staircase emerges onto a cobblestone path leading through a low landscaped garden. Five feet from the top of the stairs... The path passes through a freestanding stone arch carved into the form of two angels facing away from each other and blowing trumpets. 
backs arched and great wing tips touching at the apex. Do not trust. So, I, don't, I don't trust stone angels, I think for obvious reasons. <laughs> just saying. So it's an archway so, that we can just walk around? Yeah, it would be possible, yes. That being said, let's do the healing that Gary does as you guys are walking up the yeah. stairs. Alright, uh, poking people in the back with wands. Yeah. Can you go in order and just hit me on order? Uh, hey, that's ready. Thanks, thing. Ladies first? Two, three, six. Six. Lame. Lame. This is our old wand. This is our original wand. Yeah, same other Nine points for Brunsk. Thank you, boss. And I'll do myself for four. You guys go on another round? I have to do it like that. Boss, Brunsk could use another round of wand. Alright. I'm still going 11. 11? 11. Uh, no, Thanks, dude. I need like another 20. Trico. Three. Jeez. Oh, three. Brunsk. Three. <laughs> 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 you suck. Alright, we're going to have to take another couple rounds here, I think. Before we oh my god, you suck. Hey, can, uh, can someone detect magic on those fucking angels? We're just doing the, the healing first. Because everyone has, has the boo-boos from the fall and the gears. From the elevator? Gee, the stairs was anticlimactic. Oh, shut up! Didn't that yeah. elevator I said we shouldn't go up? Yeah. Yeah, and then, then you said, yeah, let's just go up the elevator. Look, <laughs> she's conflicted today, okay? Uh, six points to you more. Six, thank you. Eight to Trickle. Sorry, uh, Masaki. Masaki Trickle. Nico! And eight to Brunsk. Oh, thank you, boss. Brunsk feels much better. We're totally having an identity crisis right now, aren't we? I'm maxed out. Let's go. Oh, um, Brunsk, not a shiny man. Not try help anyone. Just jump off to save his own self. Didn't you try to jump? Brunsk tried to save Master. Okay. Not everybody jumped. I thought that was the point. I clearly did not fell. actually have the reflexes to succeed. He might still be having a grudge against you, seeing you oh. killed him. I'm sorry, Billy. Perhaps I could teach you that particularly. Boy, I should have jumped, but I didn't. I wasn't able to make it. I take it back. Don't put my voice on. Oh. <laughs> tink, dunk, tink, dunk. Yes, Brunsk is healed up now. Right. This is more Lindsay voice it is! Detect magic on the arch. Smack him. That's a really bad voice. <laughs> I like to make apps! <laughs> you need your ass kicked, boy. You know the worst thing? Like, if you notice, he didn't move his arms when he did that. I've actually managed to get him to be able to do... An English accent without going. <laughs> oh, I like to make that. <laughs> Wait, that was an English accent. Every time he would start doing any kind of English accent, the arms would go. Oh my god! It was totally a Mary Poppins like thing. <laughs> he's a pinnacle of England. Like he's, he's, he's American. He's what all English people strive to be. Defend Dyke and Mary Poppins. 
And I believe he had a Welsh accent coach for the uh, role. Really? Yeah, that's why his accent's are horrible in that. That's funny. That explains a lot. So, it's so, magic on the arch. Alright. There is a, a moderate aura on the arch. Would you like to spellcraft it? Sure, why not? Because the dice. How, how many rounds will you use to spellcraft it? <laughs> if nobody's running, I'll take uh, 20 if need be. Huh? That's fine. If nobody's uh, charging in at us now. There does not appear to be any particular charging. You can do sense things. They probably think they killed us all in the elevator, so sure. You're pretty sure that little dragon saw you guys still alive when it flew away. Mm. Oh, dragon's a cunt. He's so charming. It's like having Finberg. So, so, something else, a small minor detail. Um, you're pretty sure the aisles do in fact open and start their chant as you walk past them, but um, you, you, they, they pretty much just seem pre-programmed as you, you, you were almost halfway up the stairs by the time you heard them finish. <laughs> uh, so yes, uh, thing would you like to, um, you, you will determine it is a divination aura. Ah. So more heralding or uh, notification of people coming in through the so let's just not pass through the archway. Looks like there's plenty of room on either side of it. I assume that's that little gray staple thing there. Yes. There is plenty of room to pass. You shall not pass! The bower. <laughs> I just thought of that Steve McCoy. I'm just thinking that though. I'm What's the uh, building made of? Um, for the most part, I believe it is made out of stone. I think I get the ability to fly at some point. Worst fucking bird ever. <laughs> I get to fly at some point, right? I can fly. You, you do if you get the right feet, so you can actually fly. Although, although weirdly for Tango, you grow wings for a while, and then they go away again. Very strange. Well, I mean, it's kind of based on a shape-changing Tengu of Japanese myth, so it's yeah. not that street. Um, not that you guys can see this from where you're standing, but if you scroll over to here, mm. you will be able to see a side view of the map. Nah, look at that. There's a side view. And where are we? Oh, I see. We're by that archway on the left. Um, yes. So what kind of magic was the archway thing? Uh, divination, I believe. Robert divination. Nice. So we can either walk around to the doors, or we can go in through the wall. Hmm. Why would you think you can go in through the wall? Because it's made of stone. Ah. <laughs> I can make a doorway if need be. I just don't know what I'd be messing up on the other side of it. Mm, that is true. Vincent van Gogh's best piece of art. Okay. So what is the party doing? I can't say anything if the guys are just doing their standing and not doing anything. Ha! We figured out how to beat Lockhart. So can we walk around this arch if we need to? Yes, 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 yes you can. Uh, 
let us progress down the path. Is that saying you're going through the arch or around it? They know around we're the arch. Sounds terribly specific. They know we're coming, but we'll go around the arch just to be okay. safe. Can't go under it, have to go around it. Do, does this path look well trod? Or? It's it's like manicured um, gravel or a specific dirt or something here to make a path effect. Um, so it's a rare grass we're trampling. So it is cobblestone. Oh. It will exfoliate the whole building, the whole edge. So then you will roughly get to about there or so, and Neomar will be able to see the kind of rest of the area, mm. and most of you guys as well. So the square of the edge um, was the left, I'm assuming? Yes, that would be where the left would have joined up. Um, so you guys are able to see from here. This large balcony has been sculpted and landscaped into a wide garden that runs all the way to the unfenced edge, where short vines trail off into empty space. The plant life that clusters in low mounds is a mixture of shade-loving forest undergrowth and brilliantly colored mushrooms and other fungi. Really giant the entire garden is lit with a soft twilight by eight-foot-high lamp posts with glowing yellow-orange globes at their tops and neat stone footpaths carved, carved lining trails around and between them. Fancy. Um, so, yes, this is technically an area of dim light because you're in an enclosed area. There's no windows to the sun here. The only light is kind of coming from the globe. And for that matter, there's another, um, basically, stone ledge some 25 feet or so above this. So somebody of higher value than this ledge. Yes. Well, it's fungus. Fungus can but, be rolling. Fungi. I apparently have no yes. light vision, though. Yes. Um, between Booth not having dark vision and Misaki and near, uh, um, uh, Gary having low light and near more naturally having... Darkling, you guys can see pretty well. Admittedly, if for some reason Bruns or Neomo were trying to attack something outside of 60 feet, there would be concealment issues, but let's not worry about that. Ranged weapons. <laughs> I somehow doubt that will be happening. I'm going to range. Considering that this looks like it's not much more than 80 feet across anyway. Yeah. So is that a anyway. shedder building... Um, you can see it is a uh, gazebo. Ooh! <laughs> I love it! I love gazebos. Uh, aside, aside from being um, somewhat unpainted and having some growing vines around it, you can't see too much immediately without going closer to check it out. Not go near the vines. So, that's doors and windows in the wall? Yes. I assume the blue's windows? Oh, great. Do not go near the vines. <laughs> Should I not go near vines? Apparently you should not go near the vines. So, what do we want to do? Try and go in the door? Do we want to explore the ledge first? Make sure there's no... We need to find the telephone that's ringing. Damn hole. 
I want to have tea in the gazebo, but that's just me. Well, there's a door right by us. Why don't we just try and go in the goddamn door? Sounds like a pretty sensible idea. Should I do a perception check to see if there's I, any I, I, I think you should move up in front of me and check the door out, yes. All right. Okay. I wish Checking to do it. that thing, what we just said. All right. And so I just pressed the perception button. Yeah. Uh, so, as Masaki moves forward... Uh, oh, some little man. Okay. PD Wallace's bushes attack. Yeah, everyone move to where you would be standing. Yeah, if he's got anything that he needs to do, he will do that. Or he'll stop you, or he'll allow it, or... What? I'm explaining how we game. It's very really different than being, like, at a table. Yeah, I'm just saying, yeah. like, we, like, uh, allow for politeness and things. Yes. Like, we pause to allow you to do stuff and... I'm just kind of, I'm, I'm mentoring. I'm helping a whole new generation of gamers. I imagine Bruce would be somewhere around there. Uh, uh, where the so, my, my map's just resized itself bizarrely. I'll follow Masaki in. Okay. So, Gary, you good where you're standing? Um, sure, I can bring hands to the door if need be when they... Open it. Okay. So, uh, Masaki gets close enough and starts examining the door and doesn't particularly believe she finds any traps. However, uh, Neomar and the rest can also so uh, make perception checks. Perception, you say? 23! Could we do a magic check since there seems to be a lot of magic going on that might not have been caught by a perception check? 27. Very useful. Uh, you PT. You tend to be very <laughs> So, uh, so uh, Treacle and Miramar are able to act on the surprise round. Yay! The larger examples of fungus and shrubbery begin to rise up into one gigantic uh, creature. There are, there are two of them, actually. Uh, one, one of these days I will learn the shortcuts. You know, what kind of being attacked by a shrubbery? Had we started burning things like I originally wanted? Why does, does that look like some kind of weird elongated vagina? Hey, I'm in one of them? Oh, crap. Right, you're in a vagina. That's, that's great. So, so what are these? First, first, first time for everything, so, they are plants that have thick trunks capped by a crown of wide leaves, whipping vines, mushrooms, and a ravenous purple maw. You mean vagina mouth? Yeah, in fact, looks something like a vagina mouth. Beautiful. Tendriculous. And it's totes of vagina mouth. Totes. Oh, wow. So, uh, that's two. Uh, hang on a second here, hang on a second here. We're doing our surprise round because Gary hasn't even noticed them yet. <laughs> even, though there's one, even though there's one trying to eat his face. Yes. I, I, I think rather Gary might possibly, um, for ease of everything, be pushed over there, shall we say? Sounds good. Uh, so let's get some initiatives going. Boom! Eight! Feel my speed! 
I'm going to try and get the Parker thing and see if it works. Hang on. Okay. Did you add the code to your initiative? I think so. I just clicked it and it didn't seem to do anything. You have to click your icon oh, first. That's it, right? Oh, right. Well. Zero. Yeah, same two. Did it work or did Lockhart add you? I, I add her. It didn't work. God damn it. Uh, so, the tendriculi, tendriculususes, how fast can a plant be, I mean, seriously, are going on a nine, faster than me, apparently. And Brunsk is going on a 23! Nice work, Brunsk. So, this is a surprise round, so only standard remove actions. Uh, and Treacle gets to be the first one to act as Brunsk uh, is surprised. Okay. Um, so. Can we set it on fire? So, what? So, uh. Acid arrow? One, maybe? Now, remember what we said about the first round? How if you can attack something, you oh, can do yeah, a sneak I attack? I should hit something, can I? Okay. Um, Chipper. So I should hit it with my sword, right? Like so six. Do you do you have any type of charge attack that knocks it backwards? There is such a thing called bullish. However, it's massive. Typically, uh, no. yes. This is a huge creature. It is taking up most of that space it's in. And, yeah, you'd have to be very strong to have a chance of pushing it. I mean, it's by an edge. I like knocking things off ledges. It's fun for so me. So I can do power attack and... Um, you will need to five-foot step to get within range of one. Okay. Um, so I, I, can, I, can do, I can do the combo, can't I? Uh, you can certainly do a power attack. Mm -hmm. Um, so... <laughs> we could, but that would be decidedly unheroic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, can we just put the door and fuck this shit, basically? I'm just saying, the giant mushrooms are not getting to that small. No, that, that would be fair. You could open the door as a move action and five foot step inside. You would have to wait until your next turn to use another move action to close the door. But that is certainly valid. So, basically, to hit with my sword, I would be a d20 plus 13, which is nice to hit. So I'm moving into combat. I can take combat expertise, which gives me a minus 2, and power attack, which does give me a minus 2, but doesn't on my first turn. Um, so much more mad. I know. But both of those things together, um, if I succeed, they give me, like, higher AC and higher damage. I know. I just want to hit it with a sword! So, I'm going to hit it with my awesome combo of awesome. Okay, so you need to fly first step until you're um, in range of it. Okay, yeah. So, where is... Uh, I don't know. They're covering it up, I think. The combat in here. Oh my god! It's me. Is that a crit? Threat? Or is that something else? No, that's that's that was that was my roll. Okay. Uh, I think it's moving. Okay. So oh, that okay. Yes, yes, you are now um, 
you are now in melee range with it. Okay, um, so, so um, plus 13, minus 2 for combat expertise, and I don't have to minus 2 for my first power attack. Correct. Correct. <sighs> it's massive, that might hit. Um, unfortunately, no. Yeah, uh, you, for some reason, you decide to aim for the trunk, and the trunk happens to be one of the hardest parts of the body, and your blade is deflected off of it. Uh, yes, that was three. So pretty much anything. Uh, that being said, still with combat expertise, you are still plus two AC. Yeah. So if it hits us, instead of being twenty-two, should get a second attack. No, it's a, it's a surprise round. Oh yeah, we're in surprise. Totally so forgot. Basic three attack. Uh, so Tendricus one has a number of targets. Uh, we'll say it will go for the ones closest to it. So, Gary is one, Neomar is two, Misaki is three, two! It has a taste for Silver Monk. Uh, it bites at Neomar. A 17 against Flatfoot. Not a hope. Alright. Um, the second one... Let's see. Has two choices. Saki or Neomar. Neomar is one. Saki is two. Is going to uh, five foot step. This is a normal hit. Any normal damage. And is going to bite at Saki. I'm pretty sure it's not going to hit me. An 18? Probably yeah. not, that's not hit you, no. I haven't. Oh, um, yay, monsters, hooray! Alright, um... Oh, sorry, sorry, uh, that one did, it, it didn't even need to fight for stuff. Um, oh my lord. Yeah. At least we're in familiar territory now. Right? Um, I attempt to exploit the Tendriculus near me. Alright. For a 21. You succeed. I do a power attack. I don't know, you don't need to know, I'm just... So that, that's why I have this all written out, so that I can just cut and paste them, because... Sorry, sorry I'm waiting for chit-chat-a-chat. -chat. I'm not chit-chatting! I can't see anyone on Lindsay's camera except for just the side of Nick's face. There we go. There we go. There we go. Oh, okay. chatting, thank you. I power attack and flurry. <laughs> 19. You can't flurry. You can't oh, flurry. It's a standard act. Standard attack. Oh, because it's the surprise round. How, yes. in my mind, you'll always be flurry capable. Then 19. Are you sure it's not lower because it's only a single attack? You're right, it's... Stop cheating. Yeah, it's actually 20 because I get plus 2 because I exploited it. Okay. It's one less, but I get plus 2. How is it only one less? Is it not one less? You're, you're going from a three-fourths base attack... You're going from a full base attack bonus down to three fours. Oh. I guess you're not taking the penalty. No. So maybe it's a twenty. Mm. I thought single attack was stronger than the flurry. No, yeah. no, it's not for a monk. No. At a certain level, his flurry is better. That being said, mm, I think it's wrong. I haven't actually got my actual punch written down. Bad Hal. I don't know. Say it's an eighteen if you want. So it's a 17, so it's a 19, there you go. It's 2 less plus 2. Okay. 
So you can roll hit. Okay. Uh, power attack damage. 27. No damage reduction. Very good. You punch a plant. Some sap oozes out from the bulbous mystery punch. Take that plant. You don't feed the plant. Take that plant. You'll be back to start the round. Plants grow five foot step. Final. He is going to do a full attack action with his shield and axe. Is that shield or shield? Power attacking. Good old shield uh, of the shield. So Luckily, they're yeah. naturally afraid of woodsman axe. The second shield attack will hit for 14 points of damage. Wow. Treacle. Yeah. Treacle. It is. Nico. Oh. Nico. Hello. <laughs> you kind of like shrunk away from me. <laughs> what are you doing to me? Kick the shit out of that thing. Mm. Exactly, Dave. What should we do? Um. We just like hit, 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 hit. Okay, we're gonna hit. We're gonna do a, a hit. Awesome combo of doom. You doing power attack? Yeah. Both. Power attack uh, and combat expertise. Yeah. Okay. Same as what we did last time. Yeah, so you can actually do a full attack this round, so you'll get more attacks. Yeah. So, plus 13 minus 2. Right? Right. Yes. 22! That will hit. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Would you just like to run your second attack and your weak attack? And then do damage, or do you just want to do attack damage? Attack I'll damage? do all of my hits and then all of my damages. Okay. So second hit has an additional minus two, correct? Yes, and it will only be plus eight, not plus thirteen. So it will be plus eight, minus two, minus two. That was <laughs> bad. That's like Gary style. Right. Good work, Gary. But your first attack will hit. So you can do power attack damage with the curved blade. Still good. I don't know how many hit points this thing has, but it's going to have quite a few, I would guess. That's a pretty decent SE for a big creature. Alright, so 1d10 plus 4 plus 6. Sounds about right. Nice. Okay, 16. Alright. This, this time, Misaki, er, Treacle picks a um, juicier portion of it and sinks the curved blade through it. Through the branch. Take that, you stinky plant thing. Gary the Elf. I think it's flaming sphere time. I'm having it all written down. All right. Because uh, it's a plant. It can't like fire. Um, Are we setting things on fire? I'm, I'm interested now. Yeah, yes, yes, we are setting things on fire. Things are being set on fire. 
So I guess it gets a reflex save to avoid it. So you were just casting the spell? Uh, oh wait. I don't think I can step back out of its uh, threatened range. Probably not. Excuse me, the other one hit Misaki from 15 feet away. So that's my option, defensive casting. That is an option. Yeah. You have to do a concentration check. Which you've got really high, right? You're good at that stuff. Well, you can't, like, invest ranks in it, so it's... Well, you can get combat casting, right? I could. Alternatively, I mean, if you tank the hit and it misses... Uh, screw it, I'll take the hit and I'll just... I mean, it's, it's whatever you think you're better at. If you think your AC is better than your concentration check. Yes, the way I roll, yes. Okay. So Gary starts chanting. The, the creature wiggles and wobbles, and its mouth goes towards to try and chomp at Gary. I'm pretty sure 26 oh. will hit you, though. <laughs> Just hits my armor class. Disgusting armor class, Gary. So, the damage it does... Not disgusting enough. It will do 13 points of damage, and it tries to grab Gary and pull it towards its mouth. That's gonna I'm pretty sure a 38 will um, beat your CMB. Gary, you're about to see the roll. I think that's probably likely. Um, it would yeah, be that mine. That will be my CM everything. Okay, then, um, yes, your spell has been interrupted. <laughs> it's you lose you. your standard action. <laughs> I, I don't... It, 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 it is currently just grappling him. Uh-oh. That being said, it will now be immediately its turn, which means it can swallow. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> you have to start your turn with a creature grappled in order to swallow whole. Right. Oh, uh, crap. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure there is nothing you can do with a move action to escape. Uh, um, I'm guessing you're right. I think at best it would be an escape arms check, and for some reason I, I don't think you would be very good at that. <laughs> well, no. I'm at my standard minus one. <laughs> okay. So then, uh, it will be the uh, Tendriculus' turn. In which case... Let's see if I got this right. Well, I want to be fair here before I swallow Gary the Elf. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, yes. It begins its turn with an opponent grappled in its mouth. It can attempt a new combat maneuver check as they're attempting to pin. I think so, a strong stomach acid somehow. So it will do another CMB check. Does a 25 beat Gary CMD? My CMD? Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. So Gary disappears down the gaping maw of the tendriculus. Ah! Good work. Uh, let me do... The punk takes bite damage. Okay. So you only take bite damage this turn. Uh, and then on your turn, you will take the damage for being swallowed. Uh, so, let me just get this here. Yes. Still another 2d6 plus 7. 
So that's another 15 points to Gary. Ow! Ouch. Gary is swallowed. Good work, Gary. Um, and then again, I think this uh, one in the corner here will continue its attacks against the creature it can reach. So we will get a bite on Saki. Is that the one that just swallowed Gary or the other one? No, it's the other one. Okay. Does a 25 hit Misaki? Down to the AC. Um, 25. What, what is her current AC? Um, it's 22. It went up quite two last time, but so, it's back down again, isn't it? Uh, no, no. You, did, you still combat expertise. Um, okay. That being said, uh, that would only put you at 24. Yeah, 24. So, so yeah. it does hit you with the bite. Oh, God, it's going to swallow the Saki now. Oh. It's going to be a teachy kid from a plant. <laughs> so, I would so we'll do a fair bit of damage to this one. That, that will be 17 points of damage to Masaki, and it will indeed try to grapple her. Does a 21 beat Masaki's CMD? Mm, maybe not. D... What, 21? Yes. My CMD is 13. That's seems well. D. D, not B. Yes, 13. It, it can't be. Would you like me to take a picture? Oh, well, CMD. I don't think you did the math. Dog. Then, okay, math. I didn't do this, this is how I was writing. <laughs> Did I, did I do the math wrong? 10, 5, 15, 16, 16. You forgot to add a 10. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. 23. Yes. Okay, so it does not grapple you. It just does the minus 17, right? Um, yes. Two other tentacles will swing forward to try to attack Misaki. Uh, 7 will miss. Uh, 22 will miss. That will bring us back to Niramore. Hi, hi there. Um, what happens if I attack the one with Gary inside it? Do I risk uh, damaging Gary or not? I'm just checking that. Because I know some beasts you do, don't you? I think the better question is, do you care? <laughs> I do care, actually. I quite like him. We've got a tactical. Uh, uh, give him a phoenix down. He'll be fine. Give him a phoenix down. What does that mean? It's, it's a nerd thing. Final Fantasy is what we... Uh, I, I, I think in this case, uh, you don't. The creature is just too massive. That's fair, I can't reach the middle of it. But I, I exploit it for 32. You do exploit it? I power attack it. 35, crit threat. 35 again. Holy cow! Yes. Crit confirmed for... 47 damage, no damage reduction. Alright, the um, creature will slump down to the ground. Booyah. Is it dead? dead it does not appear to be moving or anything, and it is quite punched up, yes. Uh, I have three attacks left. I'll make sure it's torn to pieces and get Gary out. Um, no, you need a slashing weapon to actually be able to get Gary oh, out. Damn it. Well, I'll make sure it's dead at least. 
Okay. Beat it up as much as possible. Punch it around the head, though. Watch the stomach, just in case. Right. So, uh, on Groot's turn, I believe he will use his axe. Good call, Brunsk. Uh, I believe in this case, specifically cutting out does deal half the damage to the person inside. I don't know, I was never sure about Swallow Hole when the creature is actually now dead. Because he's still slashing into it. Yeah, but it's not the person inside. But it's not like it's trying to dodge you or move. You can be a little more careful. I was never quite sure how to deal with it. Well, the problem is the idea of natural armor still. Yeah, I guess you've got to kind of hack through. Yeah. hard digit through the... But, I mean, you could kind of reach in through the mouth and pull. Or chop off the head and... Yeah, that, no, that's not... It, it, he swallowed him. He's in the stomach. <laughs> it's, what, 20 feet? Or something? Yeah, it's a big creature, I guess. Um, it's probably longer than I'm reached down his throat. Or whatever. So, let's see. It's a plus one axe. He's not going to power attack. <laughs> so, his first attack... Best hit. ...is going to be a 13... Which will hit. His second attack will be an 8, which will also hit. Uh, so, assuming. Um, well, let's see here. Assuming I survive, plus that. 5. 6 plus 5. So, he deals 11 points to the stomach, and that will be 5 to Gary. Uh, and that will actually um, cut open the stomach. So, Gary is free. You are pulled out before the acid is able to do anything to you, but you do take the five points of damage. All right. Crap. And then, um, and then you're on Treacle's turn. But get, you're, you're, you're probably still pulled out prone after all that, unfortunately. Not that I guess you can still cast spells on your belly on the ground if you want to. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty elegant there, Gary. <laughs> uh, I'm going to need a shower. The, the, the stomach condition is pretty bad, um, but because I, I would still imagine you would continue doing some acid damage even dead, and there's also another effect to it. Mm. But in any event, Treacle's turn. She grappled. She is not grappled. No, I was just bitten. Oh, okay. They failed to, they failed it, to it, it rolled a two on the grapple, so it was very um, narrow. Now, I would have been once, so I am now twice shy. Hmm. And you're uh, probably aware Trindle just... Oh no, I'm going to be a were plant. That's terrible. Right, so what, what can I do to You can get potted once a month. So, I think we'll just go for another basic boringness, but pretty effective. Um, okay, here's a problem. You're not next to the creature. Oh, What's, oh, we, we should it has, it's gonna, if you charge it or move towards it, because it has such an extensive Well, range. hang on a second. Oh, yes. Saki has options. Anyhow, oh, yes, she does. She could do that weird dancey through the squares thing. There yeah. is an acrobatics check. Oh, yeah, I think you have to really... There is also using um, the tiger... Tiger trance? I don't know. What once oh, okay. you make an acrobatics check to do a five foot step, and once you do another five foot step, and then you could full attack it because you would be within range. That would be the coolest way to do it. Tight so you, have, 
we have two options. Um, both of them involve an acrobatics check. Okay. One of them involves activating your trance mm -hmm. and using rounds of that. I think I'll do that. Okay. So let me just check Tiger Trance. I think it's Tiger Trance. Dragon Trance. That's rough movement or rough train and moving through friendly squares, if I remember right. I think this one is Tiger Trance, so you're going to start using one round of it. Alright. You have to tell me, I don't know it. Uh, oh, this is specifically a swordsman thing, actually. Uh, oh, sorry, no, this is the monkey, monkey trance. While in this trance, a swordmaster can make an acrobatics check opposed by an opponent's CD. If she succeeds, she may move five feet as a swift action uh, that doesn't provoke. That does not pass a five-foot step. That's very nice. So, uh, you're using the trance. I still need you to make an acrobatics check. Come on, Treacle. You got like shit big acrobatics, right? So it's like monkey grab the peach. Monkey grab the peach. Oh god, that's so wrong. Monkey grabbing the peach is a uh, is a martial arts move where it's basically you kind of drop down and then do this. So Treacle is successful. You can move five feet from the monkey trance, and then you can take another five-foot step if you wish to be directly in melee range of the tendriculus. Then you can kick the shit out of it. Can you... where... where... can you indicate... You're gonna be, you're gonna be off the corner of it. Okay. You can be either there, or one below it. Like... that one. Uh -huh. Yeah, if you want to. Can you indicate to each other? Yeah, that's, uh, that one? That one. Okay, that one. that's fine. Okay. And then... And you can take a full attack action still. Okay, uh, so... Kick its ass. My both to hit combat. And are, you, are you doing what you did last turn? Yes, sir. Alright, so you're starting with your power attack, combat expertise, which means your first attack, 1d20, plus 13, minus 2. That will hit. Nice. Your next attack will be 1d20 plus 8 minus 2 minus 2. It's 15, right? 14 will miss, and I can't remember what your bonus to hit with your beak is. Your beak is plus 6. Okay, so plus six minus two minus two. Six, oh, I forgot I can do the power attack things with that. So I short changed myself last time. But I just did the beat without the attack. Well, you, you, you would have to as part of the attack, because mm. you, you power attack everything on your turn. Yeah, I forget. Uh, unfortunately, no. Um, so how many damage is this wrong, isn't it? Uh, so yeah, just, um, just your regular... Um, Power attack, curve blade. Which I believe is 1d10 plus 4 plus 6. 17. Nice. Um, this one... Um, we did it. We did it. This one, even though you've, you've, you've attacked it, 
Um, it doesn't appear to be quite as hurt as the one before. In fact, the slash almost immediately begins kind of closing together. Uh, regeneration and resistance to slashing weapons or something? Uh, Gary the Elf. So you currently start prone. Gary, you yes. burning sphere going. No, it snuffed it out when it grabbed me. Uh, yes, no, we're trying to cast a spell and it's eating. Alright. Mm-hmm. Come on, Gary. Time to bring out some big guns. This thing's pretty hardcore. I'm going up near it. He's a pussy bitch. Uh, burning sphere is probably the best bet. I can try and switch in rain for more damage, but... Look out, do we see the little construct dude, or is he not there? Um, no, you... Oh. Can you see him? I can see him on the map, yes. Oh, on the left. Oops. Sorry, that's where he was originally. Uh, I got his scarpered off now. Very good. You missed Scott. I, 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 I must have accidentally selected him with um, the tendriculus. There he goes. When I, when I move them onto the visible layer. I got you. Oh, because you grabbed the box. Yeah. Yeah. And he was running nearby. Uh, but yeah, scary elf. What are you doing? Uh, I will drop a burning sphere on the second trundle. Ten, tendriloquist. Tendriculus. Tendriculus. So it makes a reflex save? Yes. Uh, 14, which I imagine is not enough. No, that should uh, be in the snuff it range. Snuff it. So roll me some damage. Go on, Gary. Big numbers. Big bucks, big bucks. Uh, 12 points of... Well, 11 points of burning nation and 1 point of force. Perhaps it's susceptible... Uh, it, it it burns quite readily, um, and for that matter, as it burns, uh, Misaki, being close up, is able to see that the closing of the wound kind of stops after the fire is touching it. Uh, so, Gary, please indicate to me which square the burning sphere is on. Right, uh, it's right in the goddamn middle. There. Yeah, because that stops it being up to five foot away from it. If, it. if it then has to move two squares, which means we get a tax of opportunity if it chooses to move. Uh, okay, we'll move back over the cliff. Yeah, that would be nice. <laughs> that would work for me. That would work for me quite well. There we go. What did we do? Oh, hey, Lockhart getting high nice. tech. You made that just just for Gary's burning sphere, huh? Well, I, I actually need to keep track of it because this creature is huge. Yeah. Um. Okay, so that's Gary the Elf. Take this one. Now I can actually remove him from the map. Uh, it's a Imagine the hardest for components. Um. So, Gary, what happens if it can't move out of the sphere? Ah. Uh. It just, it it just takes damage next turn, doesn't it? Yeah. It, just, it is now its turn, though. It just takes damage on Gary's turn, I think. Leaves okay. so. Uh, Unless it's flammable. <laughs> when you have a cheerful GM, that's very bad. <laughs> Uh, I, I guess you're right. For some reason, it, it, it just it's just taking the damage, so it will slowly move away. 
Hmm. Um, hmm. How clever is it? I was just checking that. It's not bad, actually. Hmm. I know some of the big creatures are actually not that stupid, unfortunately. Yeah. Otherwise, I'd move my sphere to try and turn it off the edge. But, but all, all the same, I think it is reasonable that it will actually provoke an attack from Misaki and just move ten feet away. Yeah, it makes sense. So, Misaki, you get an attack roll. Okay. Uh, it is... Uh, yes. Since you outward attacked in combat expertise, mm -hmm. you are at 1d20 plus 13 minus 2 minus 2. So this is plus 9. It should be 1 minus 1 minus 1. I always need to swipe out. What do you say? Plus... Uh, plus 13 minus 2 minus 2. You just have to add a minus key to it. If it's concentrating on seeing the sphere, she, it's not aware of her. She gets sneak attack, right? No. <laughs> That'd be nice little thing, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, that will hit it. Good work. See, I'm going to get him to come and play my, my part more often. Uh, is 15 a crit threat? Yes. That means that you get to do it again. And if it's, high, if it's above 15, that means you get to do double damage. Should you just do it again? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and one, a, 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 a shortcut is if you... Put your cursor in the box and just press up. It should show you the last. Oh, does that work? I always thought that should work. Well, I already, I already got it in. So we're, we're all about like, putting and pasting. So. Again. Uh, uh, it does not confirm. So regular damage, but this will be power attack damage still. Yeah, good for power attack. So the power attack damage is that, that one. All right. Go bonsai at it. Generally, I use the same like few things, so you don't have to worry too much. Does that work? Ah, 18 points, not bad. That's good. What's the highest one I've done today? Well, it's up. I want to eat off of a D10. Good. So, let's see. Since it's using a full move anyway, that was. Uh, you should encourage him! 5, 10. Fifteen. That's the confusion that they crashed through the windows. I heard it with the sphere. Fifteen. Uh, Twenty should put it up there, I think. So that's a move action from it, and it will attempt a bite against Masaki. Yeah. And miss. Ah. So overall, a bad turn for the second Dracula's Miramore. Um, crap. Does Neon have no acrobatics? I'm acrobatics, I just don't know how good this thing is at avoiding my acrobatic mist. <laughs> It'll be like you. Good way to find out. <laughs> I attempt an acrobatics check, I guess. I don't really want to be hit if I can help it. Are you playing on my own? I'll just be like, what? I'm good, I always play good characters. Would that be a sleight of hand check? 25! Um, yes, you succeed, so you can move yeah. half your movement without provoking. Looks like over here. Half your movement. Can you move less than half your movement? I'm pretty sure. What, 50 feet around now? I'm 60 feet around now. I can move to there. Yes, yes. I could almost move inside it. A couple more a couple more levels, I could have tumbled through it. Yeah, move inside it. 
Oh yeah, right inside it. Ew. Right inside that vagina mouth. Oh. I'm totally gonna need to edit this. They're gonna be like, Finn is back. Where's Lindsay gone? No, no. It's normally so pleasant just, to listen to just this. Up, up the um, uh, language rating to the um, oh yeah, unmitigated filth. filth of the the first, first water. First water. <laughs> I exploit yeah. it. Okay. I think I'm being bad at yes. the uh, I believe you exploit it. And it's just a standard attack, right? Yes. Are you power attacking? You, yes, I might as well. Uh, so it's going to be... Where is my... I'm sure I have a normal unarmed. It's Okay, so it'll be your strength, plus yes. your base attack bonus, plus your weird wangy doodad bonuses. Wang. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, what's my what's what is my base attack? My base attack with my flurry is my level, correct? Uh, with your flurry is your level. So then, let me minus that plus that. It's going to not flurrying. No, I know. I'm trying to figure it out that way. Hey, well, no, my base attack is plus six. Yes, I know that. And my level is nine. So then, my normal attack is three less than my flurry. But it's not, because your flurry also has a minus two two-weapon fighting penalty. Uh, yeah, you're right. So it's one less than my flurry. Right now, yes. Okay, so that's good. So it's whatever this is plus one for the um, exploit. Seventeen. You miss. Oh, damn it. You missed anyway. It was a one. Oh, yeah. Did we ever find out the... Uh the other effect of the stomach acid, did I just miss that? No, no because we are never actually exposed to it. Sometimes they, you know, if, you, if you want to know, it's paralysis. And if there is paralysis. That's really mean! That, that, that's, yeah, kind of why I went for that, because otherwise, even though it's dead, Gary is paralyzed, sitting in its stomach acid. It's nice. Remember the good old days when elves were like immune to paralysis or resistant from it? Um, let's see here. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Uh, yeah, Brunsk is going to provoke and walk up to it. Good work. Walk. Charge. Just want to eat him. He, he, he rather wants to approach more cautiously <laughs> because he just did see it eat up his master and he doesn't want that to happen to him. <laughs> oh, he is smart. Uh, he is able to push aside its um, searching mouth with his shield, and will make a single shield uh, power attack against it. For uh, that will hit, damage is thirteen points. Trickle. Yes. Trickle. Um, you have to burn off another point of trance. Because you get fatigued if you end your trance, and you probably don't want that in combat. So what do I do to do that? You just do this. Okay. Yeah. Um, just keep. You you should have a number of trances per day. Okay. So a number of rounds. So it, it's probably it's, I think it's, it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. So just mark down another one used, okay. and you'll probably want to use it again to monkey trance five foot, then five foot step towards it if you want to. Um, is it still doing that thing where when it gets hit with something, it closes up the wound? Uh, no. Well, actually, no, never mind. Uh, well, I shouldn't say never mind. You guys don't know who has combat reflexes. 
Never mind. I'm not checking to see. Oh. Because huh. it might not actually attack oh, reflexes. Yes. You, you have seen it try to attack Brunsk, so it may or may not have the reflexes to attack you this turn as well. Um, do you want to do a ranged attack if I can The problem with a ranged attack is that it takes some time dropping your sword and pulling out the uh, okay. bow and arrow. Alright. It is rather quicker just to move a little bit forward. Yeah. Alright, alright. Okay. But Nick, her character is a sword master. It's very much built around her sword skills. Alright, my characters are usually ranged fighters, alright? Let's let's all calm down here. Okay. Get in there, you big pussy. Right? Let's do that thing where I go to stab it or slice it or stab slice. Are you gonna use monkey stuff? Stab slice. I'm gonna I'm gonna monkey pie. I'll I'll um need another acrobatics check. Take that peach. Uh, which one was the acrobatics? Acrobatic is just a straight D20 plus 21. Oh, I just do... Slash R. Slash R space. Each um, one. Here's like I've said, Hal. Misaki's not bad at maneuvering in combat. We just oh. never see it used often. I know, we need to get her doing it more... Sorry, Treacle. Don't get used to that. Treacle! Oh no! I think one is an automatic fail. Not on a skill check, however, that is still too low to succeed. So you try doing the monkey chance and you stumble a bit. Bummer. So, if you want to get close to it this turn, you will have to use a full move action. Okay. That okay. being said, you could still try to acrobatics the move if you want to, but if you fail it, then you won't really be able to tag it this turn. We'll just. I think we'll just take a full move action and do it. Okay. You can move up, and it does not attack you. Yay! Can you indicate whereabouts I could go? Um, you can actually just move anywhere pretty much within 30 feet. If you want to start moving towards getting around it, you could. Just, just walk in a straight line until so you're in that 10, second 15, first. 20, 25, 30. You can yes. like, basically get to there. Does positioning uh, matter in Pathfinder? It does, because if she can get what's called flanking, which yeah. is being on the opposite side with an ally, she's able to use her sneak attack against it for extra damage. I didn't know if uh, there was flanking in this or not. Yes. Yep. And it's good for Lindsay to do it. Alright, let's flank this motherfucker. But, you know... Not quite this round. Well, I know about this round. I mean, in general, as a strategy. So, you still have a standard attack left, so you can make a single uh, attack with Curved Blade against a Tendriculus, as it is burnt and flailing with Is she considered flanking at that point? No, no, she's not. If I leave you alone with Nick, don't kill him. Call my character. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, so what am I going to do to attack? Uh, so, it, it'll be the standard 1d20 plus 13. If you're using combat expertise, it will be minus 2. And we're pretty much assuming you're power attacking, which for the first attack takes no penalty, so. Plus 13, minus 2. Um, which, in fairness, that combat expertise has actually saved her from an attack or two this round, I think. Yeah. It's combat. Plus 13, minus 2? Yep. Right, I think I got this right. No? What did I do wrong? Uh, you switched the slash and the R. Sorry. <laughs> It's almost as if I'm on Reddit every day. <laughs> oh, ha. that's funny. Oh, a Redditor. 
will be enough to hit it. So you can roll damage. 1d10 plus 4 plus 6. Plus 4 plus 6? Yes. So make sure it's a d10. Yes, 19 points. Very good. Uh, there's another slash against it, and um, it has yet seen to regain the ability to kind of quick heal itself, or whatever that was. Good. Gary's turn. Come on, Gary, kick it to us. Uh, we're going to roll the spear, which I can't do. Uh, 30 feet. Sorry. Where are you moving it? Indicate. Um, over here. Uh, no, you can't. It stops as soon as it enters the creature square. Okay. You can in the middle, but you can't put it in the... the Alright, I'll move it into the... Okay. Drive it through the window. Uh, it fails, uh, so roll some damage. 14 points. Well, 13 fire, 1 forest. Alright, and, and with that, it, it slumps uh, onto the ground. Ha! Hooray! Ow! <laughs> um, yeah, it, it still seems to be somewhat pumping ooze through it and sap. Let it keep burning, Gary. Okay, yeah, I've got many more rounds of this uh, sphere. Fair enough, fair enough. Alright, so you just leave it there a couple more rounds, and it eventually is a very smoky pile of um, leaf and vine and mushroom. Well, that sap is particularly valuable or something. So what was that? Is that other mushroom still there? It, it is, but it is um, very much an unmoving pile of foliage now. Um, I was just wondering if anyone has like a glass jar and we can capture some of its stomach, its paralyzing stomach acid. You don't know it's paralyzing. I told you that the characters don't know. It <laughs> <laughs> still has a jar of acid. I know it's very un unpleasant inside these things. Yeah, it's quite nasty in there. There's Gary the Elf. In fact, yeah, in, 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 in a realistic sense, it is biological. It would probably become inert fairly quickly. I'll create some water and rinse myself off, too. Uh, very good. Probably, very good. probably heal myself. That would be uh, the wisest move yes. number one, I think. That, uh, that wasn't too bad of a battle. Because we're rock, because we're rocking awesome. No, I'm, I'm actually saying that the enemies did fairly well. Actually, I'm surprised. They're big, big plants aren't terrible as kind of fighty dudes. This, this is actually. I let you level nine is CR below you. Mm. Really? Yes, it's only CR eight. Well, the combat or the creature? The, the total combat. The creatures are CR sixes. It's because you put a plant up against a vegan. Of course, a vegan. <laughs> every time. It's what we do. That's funny. <laughs> I love so it. I'll, I'll hit myself with the cure I want. Did we just lose luck? Cure <laughs> too. What? What? Knock No! And muted. I can hear you. No, but Lockhart's muted. Yes, there Sorry. he goes. What happened, dude? Um, random Google speed, um, crash? I'm telling you, it's, it's the internet to Canada. Mm -hmm. I guess I'll hit myself with a cure like Wong's wound up. 
Like, Wounds bombed a few times while we're. They spent all their money on their health care and now can't afford internet. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess in the grand scheme of things is probably more important, but, you know. <laughs> still pretty decent. And we still have internet sovereignty here. Or, something not sovereignty. Neutrality. Um, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought that article about Comcast was interesting. Well, yeah. That they're throttling Netflix on purpose, and there's proof for it. No, that's Verizon. I thought. No, there's an article that things that this. When Comcast was it? Thing? Images, yeah. But... That Comcast is um, oh. throttling Netflix. For what reason? Because it's a huge. Yeah, because it's, it's a big suck on their bandwidth. So remember, a few weeks ago, all our Netflix stuff just dropped down to quality two. Yeah, it does it now. Every time I climb up Netflix, the day sucks. Verizon did it too, is doing it too. Yeah. And Com- Go ahead. Because apparently Comcast is actually throttling. I hate Comcast. Comcast also still sticks by the fact that they don't believe their, their users actually want high-speed internet. They're like, they don't want that. Why would it even though they'll sell it to you if you pay enough money, but... Mm. I mean, I like having to wait for my porn to load. That makes me happy. <laughs> okay, I, I, get a, I get an internet crash, and then I just gotta sit there with my dick in my hands waiting for shit to load back up. <laughs> uh, everyone likes to use the, the YouTube um, buffer window, right? Playing that snake game with it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, everyone likes to play that, so we'll let people play more of that while we just let the video load longer. Right. So, while yeah, people are discussing, I'll poke myself with a wand a few times. Check. I'll poke you with my wand. Horrible <laughs> boy. Uh, Bruce is still good. Oh, it's good. But yeah. Looks like Masaki's down a little bit, but... Uh, yeah, I could use some of that their healths. Alright. Uh, that their healths. Uh, seven to Masaki. Oh, I am down quite a bit. Did I just get help? What? Yeah, seven uh, to you. That way. It would probably be easier thing if you did one character at a time. Okay. <laughs> well, That's confusing. Him. Why would he do that? But Rob Robin's more egalitarian. Egalitarian. <laughs> Round Robin, like, we slowly get eliminated one by one. That's generally what happens. Oh, Andy! Oh. What just oh, happened? Everything fell off. Right. Are we okay? Yeah, yeah. it'll be fine. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just had my pants down, that's what she was saying. <laughs> and now I'll poke Masaki a few times. Um, no? <laughs> um, Hold on. No? Well, sure, I want it. Since... I always want it. Since Mustaki is standing so close, do we want a more detailed description of the gazebo? Yes! Yes! yes. I want to hear about the gazebo. I like gazebos. So, this gazebo is built of unpainted wood lattice with a rounded roof that is covered in growing vines, the southern wall is open, 
revealing an interior that's been used to store an impressive number of levers, bars, gears, cogs, glass containers, rope, pulleys, and other mechanical parts and strange tools. Hmm. Cool. I want some tools. Is this, the kind, is this the kind of stuff we might be able to trade off as stuff from these dudes? Well, we, we, I think he wants five pounds of scrap from constructs, so unless they've got bits of construct in there. What type of tools? Strange ones. Ooh, I love strange tools. Um, speaking about the side quest, specifically, uh, it was looking for uh, an amount, I think it was a I think I might have um, increased this to make it more reasonable sounding. Mm. But from the book, it was five pounds of scrap harvested from no fewer than three different constructs. I say five pounds of scrap's not a lot, is it, really, if you're talking about... I, I, I was, I, I was going to think, I think it's probably better to say 15 pounds. Yeah. It's, it's essentially, the, the main thing is three different constructs, I think, is the main thing. Right. Are the tools snap-on? Because... Snap-on, <laughs> snap-on. I can only use them for snap-on tools. So let, let, let's let's just wait. So has um, has Gary finished team Saki? Uh, six one. Yay! I'm my total. My uh, max is sixty-two. So yeah. Uh, might as well hit you once more while we're out of combat. I put you at four down. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, um, if you want, you can certainly take a closer look and scrounge about to see what stuff is inside that. It's, it literally is just this big pile of stuff. Let's search magic. Let's uh, let's. You can detect magic, and I'll start searching it. You want more searching it? Yeah. Okay. So, and then I found PTL throttle the little fucker. So, um. He's now in the shape of face. Gary is able to attack magic, and you can make me a perception check. 41. Alright, so Neomar is not surprised when the ceiling of the gazebo suddenly reaches down to attack. What the hell is uh, that? Dude, if I could fucking gazebo? That's awesome! <laughs> uh, let's see here. I guess I'm inside the gazebo, am I? I put me there. Um, on the pile of tools. Uh, okay. It would be easier if you were outside it. Oh, you mean we have a large creature coming. Okay, fair enough. The tool golem. Uh, uh, it's going to be like a cloaker or some shit. There we go. Cloaker above. Oh, great. Um... They're pulling up classics. Apparently. It unfurls into a shape like a manta ray, sailing down with a rasp-like mouth wide. Nice. So we're not um, actually fighting a gazebo. No, but that would be funnier. I, I think the intention's there. How big? It is huge. It is currently squeezing inside the gazebo. So that means it's easier to hit, right? Possibly. <laughs> So it was lurking in the gazebo. So, we all have new initiatives. Hooray! Hooray for new initiatives. Select my dude. Click initiative. 23! Feel my speed. Alright, click, click on my little icon thing. Alright. 
13. I think it. Okay. Rock hard. Couldn't let me go first for once, could you? Nope. Trifa got a 26. Gary got a 13. What did Bruins get? Bruins got a 9. What are big creatures on this balcony? Especially I've seen a gazebo. Like, I've been in a lot of gazebos in my time, and I've never seen, like, a giant thing come down to get me. He's got quite the ecosystem on his shelf. He has, right? I'm gonna fuck this dude up for ruining a perfectly good gazebo. <laughs> Okay, so it just kind of reaches down and slams into Neuromor. No, it doesn't. It reaches down and bites its own tongue off. Check that. Do y'all do crit fails? No. So this is still surprise rounds. Neuromor. Um, can I exploit in a surprise round? It's a swift action, I believe so. 33. Yes, you exploit. In that case, uh, I will... It's just a straight punch without power attack? Um, you can power attack if you want. Then I'll power attack. So it's this as long plus... As you're taking the penalties. I am. It's this plus one. Uh, 35. Yes, you succeed on hitting it. 24 damage, no damage reduction. Uh, oh. so this, this is lethal or non-lethal damage? It's lethal. Okay. Is it intelligent? Oh, you don't know. It's able to lay a trap. What Neomar has. You're right, it's a trap. I guess it's fair. I will do non-lethal damage. It's a living creature. But then, so are the Sugafis. Yeah, they deserved being beaten to death. And the tentriloquals. Yeah, that was a plant, though. Pretty certain plants don't take non-lethal. Because beating up a tree and hooking a tree, not quite the same thing. Once again, I will play the vegan card. Um, plants don't count. There you go, say. <laughs> Nick says I can lethal plant all I want. Five uh, so, people, they can't vote. Uh, so, for its turn, it is, uh, just wants a cuddle. <laughs> Essentially, it is basically doing a full withdraw mm -hmm. um, to slip away from Neomor. Is it having to squeeze to do that? Uh, yes. So I get an attack of opportunity while it squeezes? No. Okay. Oh, why? Because it's using a full withdraw. First space doesn't provoke, and then you're out of its reach. Can it full withdraw and squeeze in the same round? Squeezing is a status effect that's giving it penalties to its current state. Okay. It doesn't actually provoke in doing so. Okay. It's just at major negatives while squeezing. Mm. So it's getting out of the gazebo is what you're saying? Yes. Mm. Um, so basically, um, we'll have it... Uh, I hate fly speeds. 
What does it look like when it's not got a ceiling to sit on? It, it basically has a mat to really like form. I think. Oh, so it kind of flies. Like yeah. Like so I think in general it's going to use most of it to kind of swerve around, and it's 15 feet off the ground, but kind of has moved over to there right now. Okay. So basically slipped out, circled around, a little bit higher, and is kind of there. Then it's flying. Treacle. How high could I jump with my acrobatic skill, we're asking? Not 15 feet. Uh, yes, no, that is, um... You could actually quite difficult. You could, you could climb the gazebo. Yeah. That is true. Yeah, Climbing the gazebo would put you within range of where it's currently. If it, if it flies away from the gazebo, that's a problem, but... Well, yeah. You would, you would basically be on level with it if you went on the gazebo. You're in charge right now. Oh, fuck. Why would you do that? Why would you do that? I did a great job. I'm here. Oh, guys. So, to climb the gazebo, I need to do an acrobatics check? Or. Uh, a climb check, actually. Oh, wait, hold on. Okay, sorry. I didn't know there was a separate climb thing. I apologize. It's alright. Alright, so what do I need to do for that? Um, yeah, so first, we use 10 feet of your movement to get near the gazebo. We just use the climb, which is 13, instead. Alright. What's its reach? That is the question. It would seem to be long, as while it is manta ray in form, it um, has very long tentacly like limbs, I guess. If I move there, would it have, if I, like, climb the gazebo to attack it, would it have opportunity at all? Yes, I would think so. Possibly. The thing is, it is 50 feet off the ground, so you would probably have to be on top of the gazebo before it would be threatening you. I'm going to say, are we going to get Pythagoras out again? Miramore is closer and would currently be threatened. But if you were just walking along the ground, even behind Miramore, I don't think it would quite threaten you, because it is, again, 15 feet off the ground. Are at some point, so, this turn, because climbing is slow, you'll probably use most of your turn just climbing on top of there. Um, and then from there, um, we'll have to worry about whether you provoke or not. Lockhart, so, is, it, Lockhart, is its flight magical, or is it actually actively flying? It would be actively flying, I believe. How many tangle foot bags you got left? Can we get into a flanking position with it? It's flying. It is oh, hard. How many tangle foot bags you got left? Oh, I've got some actually. Yeah. Um, tangle its fucking flappy bits up. I've got one tangle foot bag. Make it crash. Yes. We'll do that. I wish to make the thing crash horribly. Okay. And like. Um, uh. Um, I can't remember how to describe them. Are bags filled with like glue that explode and tightly set around a creature? Glue and string in. So, uh, it has a range increment of 10 feet. So, where Misaki is currently standing, I believe you're taking a minus 2 to the attack roll. If she five foots forward, will it allow a minus one? Um, 
Yes, I believe uh, minus one from there, yes. This bag is only designed to be thrown like 10 feet, so every 10 feet beyond is a negative. Okay, so to throw the bag, what are we doing? It is a d20, plus your base attack bonus, plus your dexterity bonus, minus any distance penalties. Okay, so... But if you five foot next to me, you're only at a minus one. And you will provoke when she throws it. Ah, yes, of course. But she'll probably provoke from there anyway, maybe. She's, again, it's 50 feet off the ground. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Maybe you want to stay there, then. We'd like you to actually throw it properly. Remember that you're... We're doing this remotely, so don't... Keep saying out things like numbers. Yes. To help. So, yes. What we do. so you can throw from where you are. It is 1d20 plus right. your base attack bonus. 1d20 base attack bonus is 6. Which is 6. Plus your dexterity bonus. Is 5. Minus 2 for distance. Okay. That's pretty good. Mm -hmm. Go. 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 Ooh, that probably does hit it, because it's a touch attack. Uh, yes. So, let me just see here. You are saying if I had a jar of paralyzing stomach acid. Oh, did they not let you have it? <laughs> just have it. Because <laughs> apparently I didn't know it was paralyzing. Oh, dear. Um, way. You throw it, what do do? and a small portion of the beast is glued, but not enough to actually um, cause any difficulty to it at all in flying. <laughs> On creatures huge size or larger, Tanglefoot bags are not effective. They're just too small of an area. Boo! <laughs> turn. Does it, does it at least have trouble flying now? Like, it's kind of like, what the... The fuck? I swear to the GM. I need something that makes me fly, damn it. Yes. Like, do you want me to come drop some acid in your drink or something? Yeah, please. It will not help me fly. <laughs> well. Doesn't Masaki have the wand to fly? I do. <laughs> God damn it. And I have the spell. But of course. Yes. Do you have a spell? Yes. Really? Yes. <laughs> huh. Anyway, it's Nearmore's turn. What's Nearmore doing? Nearmore more wishes he was ten feet tall. I can't reach it, can I? No. Even a jump is an unreasonable thing. Let's see. Sure you have to roughly jump ten feet to be able to reach it. So that would be DC 40. <laughs> That's high jump. So you wouldn't take the penalty for not having a running stone. Start. Right. Mm -hmm. If you can make a DC 40, you yeah. could make it a single yeah. attack against it. With an acrobatics check, I cannot do that. Okay. Um, I was going to say, because you're actually jumping more than five feet, you would still provoke. Of course. Um, let's see what we can do here. I will exploit it. Okay. 17. Fail. Ooh, it's a high DC creature. No, see our creature. I sure can flurry it. All right. With you power. Poke. 
Yes, attack me. Uh, I'm pretty sure 32 will hit you. Yeah, but just. That's a big attack. That's a 17, ouchie. There's some big ass creatures on this ledge. Yeah. That will deal 26 points of damage. Ouch. And it tries to snag you. Snag me. What does that mean? Uh, that means it's trying to grab you. Is it a grapple or a grab? A grapple. Okay. It's a snapple. It's a snapple. Uh, Pines are the one you write things properly in your stat box. (laughs) (laughs) Too easy, Lockhart. Uh, It fails to grapple you. Woo! Uh, So you may continue with your shuriken throwing. Thank you. You're so kind. I sure can throw. Uh, Out of curiosity, would a 26 have succeeded on a grapple? My CMD is 29, I get plus 2 versus grapple. Uh, so no, you need a 31. Okay. So we have to roll a 6 or better. Yeah, that's terrifying, isn't it? <laughs> kind of funny. Oh, if only this was a person. 20. That's the attack that misses. Holy sh... It's huge, and it misses. Jesus. It seems 16. Misses. It also bounces off. Jeez. 18. 22. That bounces off its rock-like exterior as well. What the hell? Jesus. We're going to have some trouble here. A flying creature we can't hit. Hooray, Paiza, once again. Another combat we're going to hit. <laughs> you guys have fly from multiple sources. Yeah, we need to start casting it. Come on, yeah, yeah. Go. let's get some folk in here. I'm going to try and cast fly on Miramar. Yay! So, where is it touched? I think so. Let me double check. I don't know whether it is, actually. Pretty sure most things like that are touch. Yeah, you might be right. Where did I write down fly, 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 fly? I got it. Oh, there it is. Yep, touch. Oh, damn it. So, can I move there? You can. And touch near more and cast fly on him, which I'm probably provoking still. Uh, no, you are far enough away. Okay. Plus, also, it attacked me already with its, um... It's true, yes. Thing being said, you don't know it has combat reflexes. No, we don't. That's true. Uh, so you cast Fight on Nirmar. Nirmar suddenly feels the ability to soar through the air with the greatest of ease. Yay! Yay for soaring. Rusk! Chase this thing home. Do we, do we know, like, can I do a nature knowledge check on this to see if it has, like, if I know... Knowledge Dungeoneering. Okay. Dungeoneering? That's right, I was going to do that. Sometimes it can be... It's an aberration, isn't it? It looks aberrant. Yes, it is an aberration, though you wouldn't know that unless you made a successful knowledge Dungeoneering check. Oh, you were ahead in the adventure, cheeky thing. <laughs> Look at its mouth, that's aberrant. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, quite like, I quite like how big you get to see the pictures on these huge enemies. Yeah, right. Tell me that isn't terrifying. 
They're pretty big, especially considering it's mouth setting towards my head. It's full pictures. It's tentacles are reaching for it, too. Yeah. Uh, so Brunsk uh, tosses stuff to the ground, pulls out his bow, longbow. Uh, it's a plus one longbow, isn't it? I believe so. So this is actually going to be a plus eleven. And the arrow bounces off of it. Jeez. Does this have stone skin or something? It's good or something. Well, I'm essentially saying that it's huge, so your chances are you're actually hitting it, but it has a decent AC. Quite a bit of as for natural. Hmm. 22 is high for a large creature, though. What's your AC's? I'm not enormous. I'm not like a flying barn. It would only be, let's see, large, huge, that's only a minus two to AC, I believe? I guess. Yeah, only minus two size, so, so what's your cover or something? Mine's 24. So you would be a 22 if you were huge. Yes, so, so you'd be able to hit me just like that. <laughs> but I'm not huge. So... so that's a really cool call for it, you know. Um, we hurt you, Nicholas. Because I don't particularly like flight, uh, but you guys don't really threaten it either at the moment, it uses its flight action to move around circular or whatever it needs to do to maintain flight. Because it's not pretty... Oh, uh, could it not hover? No, not really. Uh, it, it, it's rather, it looks rather clumsy in the air. Oh, so flies really to get it to a ceiling more than actually to flop about. Hmm. So it kind of flops about in a circle... But it makes its way back to Miramar at some point in this, and yes. is going to attack Mr. Shiny. At any point do I get an attack of opportunity with all this flopping around? No, it's still 15 feet above you this entire time. It's got to stick something near me if it's going to attack. It has a reach of... <laughs> Just saying. So it attacks its weapon as it reaches. If, if uh, it can... I'll 21 doesn't hit, does it? No, it does Sorry, not. 22 still does not still hit. Still does not hit. Shriekle! Hit, sir! So, I guess, can I attack it with these acid arrow thingies? Shriekle uh, could pull out a wand and uh, try to use acid arrow or a magic missile or, I think she also has oh. lightning bolts. Yeah. Magic missile might be good, right? It's whatever wand you want to use. Um, alternatively, you can also try casting fire on yourself if you want to get up close and personal, but it's been a while since you use the wands, too. Yeah, Well, if, the, if basic attacks aren't doing anything to it... Um, it's not that so much as no one's really attacked it. Yeah. Well, I suppose um, it's, it's just that it has really difficult skin. Like, this, it would be the same thing attacking person full plate armor. Attacks are going to bounce off them. I mean, would, would, like, acid do something to that armor? You still have to get to um, its AC. It could possibly still eat through it and attach <clears throat> on the sensitive areas. It would, um, it would have a chance, yes. I think that could be our way in. So, I, yeah, I think acid arrow would probably be the best way to go and hopefully do some damage. We don't know anything else. We okay, so, magic missile always does damage. Oh. Pretty much. Yeah, magic missile. And, and it always hits, which is a big benefit over Acid Arrow, which you actually have to roll to hit it with. Yeah. It would be a touch attack. 
Yeah, which which would probably be easy against something the size of a house. Yeah, but magic missile always hits, and we have and we have two of them. Three of them? Three. So you can hold one in your mouth and shoot two out of each hand. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I have it written down, so you might have to help. Uh, was it five? So you're using a magic missile? Yes. So roll a use magic device check. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Uh, um, Alright. You succeed. Mark down a charge on one of the wands and roll 3d4 plus 3 for damage. Oh, hold on. Wendy, I did something stupid. No, I did something stupid. <laughs> did something stupid. So there's just like tabs across the top. Alright. Oh, that's funny. It is something stupid. Alright, so, uh. Alright, so what was the. What was the attack? So, the damage will be 3d4 plus 3. Okay, and make sure you've marked down one charge used on the wand. So, three little balls of energy burst forth from the wand and shoot into the creature, and it makes a little um, vibrating shriek as little drops of blood pop out of these new holes in it. Yay. Yeah, more. How many charges do I have on Magic Missile? Because I haven't got it written down. Gary? There's a lot. Yeah. I recall Finn possibly writing them down. Okay. Uh, how else are you writing it all down? Maybe. They're probably in the party inventory. We have like 800, so it's fine. You have, you have one with 15, oh, you have two with 39 and one with 41. Yeah, that's pretty good. Two with 39 and one with 41. Yeah. So, if I five foot step upwards with my new fly skill... You can't. I want to make a fly check. So what, I have to make a fly check to fly? To fly up at greater than 45 degree angle is a DC 20 fly check. <laughs> so, how can I... Oh, Jesus yeah, Christ. Really <laughs> we need to get a 3D map thing going on, Lockhart. Yeah. I know, I know. It's so I, I, will, I will meander around until I get near it. How so you will provoke in doing so? Well, I've got no other option. Okay. Unless I full withdraw them and charge it next round. Can they, can they target places that I've chipped away at it with magic missile? No, they're very, very small wounds. So what are you doing, Hal? I don't know, it hits pretty hard, and I don't want to be hit again if I can help it. What is my fly speed with fly thing? 500 miles an hour! I believe it would be equal to your movement speed. <laughs> 400 miles an hour? Basically. <clears throat> Keep in mind, there is a bonus to flight. How does any direct movement at this point would be pretty much provoking towards it with its range. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, the subject flies at a speed of 60 feet. Yep. It can ascend at half speed and descend at double speed, and its maneuverability is good. 
Easy fly spell, concentration is walking. Uh, the subject can charge, but not run. It cannot carry a lot more weight than its maximum load. The subject gains a bonus on fly skill checks equal to half your caster level. Okay, so I'll charge it. Uh, okay. I'll charge its upper right corner. Yep, yeah, no, that's fine. I'm just looking at fly stuff. Okay, so you will still provoke. 24 hits you, you said? Yeah. Especially when you're charging. Yeah. That sucks. So that's 33 points of damage. That's a lot of damage, Lockhart. And... Maybe we should go inside. It grapples you. Yeah, that'd be fine. And immediately covers around you and squeezes you. I was dying. I'm challenged it. It You guys basically see it immediately swirl around Hal and constrict him, and you can almost think you can hear bones creaking as he takes another 22 points of damage. I'm still conscious. Uh, Hal? Yes. Uh, let's see. Let's do a D10. You have eight rounds of air before you start suffocating. Oh no! I don't need to breathe. <laughs> yeah, breathing for pussy, right? I am human. I don't need to breathe. Are you? I'm an angel. Oh, okay. So he claims. I still need to breathe. So, what's my options now? Says it's still my turn. Um, well, that was a four-round action that basically got interrupted and is no longer valid, so I think that's possibly your turn. Really? You were grappled in the midst of the charge. That's interesting. I suppose if I was kind, I could give you a move action, but... Again, that really doesn't do too much while being grappled. True. Alright. Uh, and that being said, since it's grappling you, mm. it will no longer be flying. Uh, so, can't it grapple a line? It's wrapped around you. Um, yeah, again, it can't hover. Oh, hmm. I suppose we'll we'll wait until it's turn to do that then. Somewhat, as much as anything, Gary the Elf. All right, I'm going to acknowledge this thing to see if I can figure out what it's vulnerable to. Or twenty-eight. Why are the one of is being suffocated? All right. Ah, uh, it is a lurker above. This appears to be a particularly mean example of it. It is related to families of things like dark mantles and executioner hoods. Typically, they lurk near cave ceilings, pretending to be some sort of natural rock formation, and drop down and strangle random passerbys. Um, when it grapples someone, it constricts each round, doing extra damage automatically, as well as um, can smother completely. Um... It is resistant to cold and fire. As far as weaknesses go, um, it does have a pretty bad touch AC. And it also has light sensitivity. Why so very bright light can cause negatives to its attack and stuff. 
All right. Uh, any resistances or anything? Uh, resistance to cold and fire. Of course. It also has DR. But that's kind of getting to the edge of what you know at that point. I'm not sure. Do I have anything that will actually affect this? It will actually be somewhat easier to hit what with grappling something now. Wow. Oh, crap. Not a very can-do attitude. What's not a very can-do attitude? Oh, crap. Oh, crap. <laughs> yeah, what's the range on this thing? It's grappling. It doesn't currently threaten. No, but my range to it for, like, figuring out if I could hit it with a spell or... You're, like, within 20-ish, 25 feet. What's the damage on my lightning bolt? Ah, uh, thanks. No, it's a valid. I believe 5d6. Oh. Yeah, shoot it. Shoot it. I'm immune to it. Oh, see? It's a valid option. I'm resistant to it. You, you can also technically still touch Nirmor at this point. Oh, my legs are sticking out. Yeah, you, you, you did, again, you basically provoked as soon as you started moving, so you didn't really get too far. That's good. As you hear the crunching of bones. Yeah, like, yeah. So I can heal him, or I can try and... Uh, or, or no, because... Uh, yeah. I'm going to try and heal it with a ray. I'm, I'm just saying, take a look at Nearmore's health bar. And that's coming up on initiative. I have five hit points. All right. We <laughs> will hit you with a... Uh, so can I touch him? Yes. To, to yes. Heal him? Okay. He's still roughly where he is. All right. We're going to cast a healing spell on him. What healing spell are you casting? Cure critical wound. This does sound like a critical wound. 31. Thanks. Very good. Yeah, much healthier. So Brunsk is going to shoot his bow at it uh, twice. So the first one. Ugh. The second one. Yeah, it probably isn't that low on negatives from Grapple. What does Grapple give a minus two again? It's minus four backs. Uh, grapple, Grapple, Grapple. Ooh, it's minus four decks. So it will be the lurker above. Could be bad people. It will attempt to grapple. No. It will succeed. It, it succeeds. Uh, so, what do we do? Uh, constrict, 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 constrict. Thirty-three points of damage. Thanks, Lockhart. 
So, I believe that for its um, grapple, it will probably try to move with Miramore. Can it apply damage from the grapple and move? Constrict. Uh, anytime it makes a successful grapple check, it constricts you. So it's going to use its grapple check to move and use constrict to damage me? Yes. Okay. Constrict is automatic damage for every successful grapple check. No. Uh, it makes to do an action. Yes. It's doing more damage than I healed you for. Crap. Yeah, it's 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 pretty nasty. So where is grappling? Ah. That's why I don't do it all that much. Because it's horrendously bad. Alright, so... Neomore uh, is essentially going to be moved over there. And then it'll move 5, 10, 15, 20... Actually, supposed to no more. No is actually going to be over there, as it seems to be trying to fly closer towards the edge. Does it have to make a fly check to move with me? Uh, no, it made the grapple check. It's just kind of lifting you up, and it certainly has the strength to do so. Well, I just I thought it was a shitty flyer, so you're not being well, resistant. No, it's it, but it is it's. Again, it's basically keeping level. It's actually not moving you up. It's more or less kind of draining you along the ground still. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, I'll be starting treacle. Yeah. It is trying to fly away with Nearmore, who appears to be leaving a trail of blood, possibly, that he's having to cough up or something. Oh. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, we... Could we... I think we should cast fly on ourselves and then try and fly and rescue him. Would that be appropriate? It would, but it would also be something that would take a couple turns to do. I'm going to say I'll be dead by the time you get there. What, what, do, what does the light, what do light attacks do to him? It would have to be very bright. Very bright. And it only gives it negatives to its attack, I believe. Doesn't actually hurt it, just... Something that would be good is, again, if you could keep attacking it from range, or possibly if you moved over there, and I think Lightning Bolt is the higher damage potential spell you have. It's 5d6, if I'm not mistaken. But wouldn't I have to worry about murdering... uh... No, no, it's a straight line, and again, it's a huge creature, so you can easily find a straight line without hitting near more. And I think he has electrical resistance. Does does he? Uh, I, I do resist electricity. I'm not immune to electricity. But you got plenty of hit points left. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, well, so it would probably be advantageous if you move there to have a clearer shot at it. Okay. Because right now there's Gary and a gazebo and Neomore kind of in between you and it. Alright, so what do I need to do to move there? Just use a move action. It's within 20 feet, so it's within part of your move. So you can just move over there. No, I'm going to click, click and drag the token. Thank you. I, I honestly didn't know how to, if it was just the right thing. Yeah. And then, again, probably best thing is decide what wand you want to use. You currently have the magic missile wand out. You could draw 
either the acid arrow or the lightning bolt one and try one of those instead. And what what were its um what were its weaknesses? Uh, it didn't have specific weaknesses so much as it resisted cold and fire damage. Um, but neither of the ones do that damage, so you're fine to use any of them. It's just your choice. Uh, which one does? Was it lightning that does the higher damage? Yeah. In theory, it has the potential to do the higher damage. And the um. If you hit. Yeah. Let's let's do the uh let's do the lightning. Okay. So uh, use magic device check. That will succeed. Uh, roll 5d6. Five D six. Twenty-two. Then I roll its reflex save. It's pretty decent damage. Which will actually be four. Eighteen still probably makes it though. So it will take eleven damage from that. Would the uh, would the light also affect its attack? It's it's very it was a very brief light. It has to be longer than that. Oh okay. Near more. Hi there. What are my options? I'm looking at the goddamn grapple tables and this. Looking at the best thing. thing is probably a, a, a grapple attempt to take control. So as I'm grappled, I take a minus four to my dex. Yes. Which doesn't affect the grapple ability. No, it doesn't. Okay, I could try and grapple out. Can you explode? I could explode. I think technically I'm a flurry it, can't I? Uh, yes, but... Uh, you we will be taking the... Minus two, minus two to oh, attack no. rolls. Punch it in uh, the blink. No, no, it's, it's, um, true, you could. Oh, um, yeah, but right, but take off top, take off one, one round of, uh, air. Okay. And if you're using a full round action, I believe that's another two rounds of air. Hang on a sec. What? Do I want a drink? Yes, please. Thank you, boo. Sorry, you did air faster. What was that about air? I believe it will use another one or two rounds of your air to take a full round action. I'm trying to think, is it worth... I'm a minus two to hit it if I do flurry it. But if I flurry it, I technically... It, in fairness, because it is also grappled, it is minus two to its AC from the dexterity. So essentially we kind of balance each other out. Usually, yes. Mm. What do we think? Go out fighting or try and struggle my way... I don't even think... I, I don't know whether I can break out of this grapple and it's one yeah. roll... It's probably it, I get four shots that try to knock it down. Can you try and stun it near flurry attacks? I could try a stun. Do we should have done lethal attacks now? How? The <laughs> mid grapple damage. It wouldn't have made a difference. It's about to get some. <laughs> <laughs> no, at the very beginning. Is, is your judgment switching over to it? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like this slowly eating away at his respect for all life. Hey, I have to say, if I go to, if I go to lawful neutral, that's fine with me. <laughs> that's the first part of his brain that dies from. Not all, though. 
Actually, my I'm, own... I'm, I'm just saying your own personal characters... Um, I'm, um, I'm thinking I'm going to switch to chaotic good at this point. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I'm thinking. You really are switching more chaotic than... Um, I'm, I'm thinking that's, that's probably the way to go. I think I'll probably go more chaotic good at this point. Don't you have to stay awful as a monk? Not as a martial artist. Ah. So... As he's been away from the temple, his discipline has slowly eroded over time. Right um, right who cares right about right rules? I'm just going to do what I need to... <laughs> Alright, from within its nasty belly area, I will exploit it if possible. 24. Um, yes, that should do it. Thank you. I will attempt to power attack and flurry it from inside. Alright. So it's this plus 2, assuming that... Everything else is even. Okay. So you almost can't not hit it, you just can't, you cannot hit it well. <laughs> Potential critical. Yay. 28. That is confirmed. Uh, four, 51 damage. Oh. No. And stunned? Uh, I'm sorry. And stunned? Uh, how much damage is that? 51 on a potential stun, if it does take stun. I believe it can be stunned. Now let's stun with so short save. Uh, yes, I believe it was a fault save. 17 will probably have it stunned. It is stunned. I continue punching and kicking and biting. Okay. 21. 23, uh, excuse me. That will hit. 21 damage. Uh, it completely lets go of you and falls to the ground unconscious at this point. I continue to punch it. 23. <laughs> Overkill. No such thing. And 26. Yeah. So final yes. 49 damage. Alright, as it falls to the ground, Neil Moore proceeds to just beat it bloody pulp-wise into the ground. Uh, do I take fall damage? <laughs> uh, no, again, it was dragging you across the ground. You would have. Oh, yeah. If it had, if it had risen with you. Took abrasion damage from the ground. <laughs> that was nasty, Lockhart. That was a proper CR fight for you. That was a nasty, that was nasty. Oh, sorry, no, no, it wasn't actually. That was a CR8. Thank you, Bill. It's close. But following the other fight, it was a oh. reasonable challenge. Ah, I'm, I'm happy I'm good that. Something that makes a character fear for their life is going to radio transmit of your car. I, I have found it in a bag. I have an important question. Is the gazebo still okay? <laughs> the gazebo's still fine. Okay. Not move. He's not made any threatening motions towards the party. We did this all completely silent, so we still have an you know, element of surprise, right? No, no. <laughs> I'm going to uh, rush up and poke Nero with the uh, wand of cure uh, critical. Thank you. Okay. Really hard. Poke him in the eye. <laughs> Dang, look. Look what I have. Wait, honey. Pubnobs. Yeah. Pubnobs. Delicious victory biscuits. 33. Thank you. You probably could use another, I guess. Um, 33 takes me to 36, so yes, that'd be great. <laughs> no! Just long as that you're at like 3. Just like, <laughs> that takes me to 36, so yes, please more. Another 30? Yep, so that's me at 66. 
Bruce will walk over to Nehemiah this time, pat him on the shoulder. He's okay. Now you know how Brunsk feel. Thank you, Brunsk. I'm very sorry. <laughs> He's good. We'll get drink after. After fighting evil wizard. Evil <laughs> wizard that captured troll. Yeah. Why is capturing troll evil? It's a good troll. It's a good question. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. Uh, let's search the uh, lurker above for treasure it might have swallowed or something. Hang on, let's set fire to every fucking plant on this, uh, this platter, just in case. <laughs> so now wait, hold on. Let's just be clear here. I originally said, let's burn everything there, and you're like, no, let's not burn it. And now, oh, now it's cool to burn it. From now okay. on, our policies were going to roll a flaming square in front of us the entire time. Unfortunately, all the plants are Ardark family pets, including the lurker. Uh, right. We're not a violation of contract. We're going to kill that guy anyway, right? Like, we're, we're killing that smug, pretentious prick. So. Which one? Uh, the one who just beat him into consciousness. I don't know whether we can. He's probably like a level 96 wizard or something ridiculous. <laughs> What if I sneak up behind him and slit his fucking to say, throat? To say nothing about the dozens of stone and iron golems in that factory that at his beck and call. <laughs> That's hardcore. Okay, kids. Uh, so, yeah, so um, Gary has tapped me along with the nice healy stick a couple times. Thanks. What are you doing next? Search the lurker. The, the lurker is... Um, a, a wide, um, flat creature now that has a few bloody pulped portions of it where Nirmal was smashing it against the ground. Search it for useful things and treasure. Give me a perception check. <laughs> 22. Good work, Gary. Hey, you could make a lot of things with bones. Hmm. Can I continue to search the gazebo that I was searching before I got interrupted? Yes, you can. I should cast Animate Dead on it. Great, let's do it. 31. Uh, Alright, so... There are gears, ropes, and pulleys, and other machinery here of some value. Um, essentially, though, it's like, yes, there's a lot of stuff here with value, but it's all very small value. You can take a praise check if you want. Um, however, uh, Neomore is able to find... Uh, two particularly interesting um, and valuable-looking items. Uh, rods. They appear to have the same similar design as you've seen throughout the rest of the biz quarter of the Ardok family. Mm -hmm. um, each end of it has uh, basically a thin line of glowing uh, blue light around it, and there is a button in the center of each rod. Gary, what's these things? I, I'm immovable. Um, I will spellcraft them. I assume they're magical. Yes, they. These are the magical auras you have seen. More immovable rods. That's be like a third removable rod. Uh, eighteen. Um, I'm pretty sure that's probably not enough to actually identify them. You suck, Gary. Take take the ten from the amulet on identify. Well, the thing will let you cast identify if I remember it too, but yeah. yeah. Whatever it does, identify them, damn it. 
Alright, you take the amulet and you would use identify and you probably can't fail at that point. And um, there are indeed immovable robbers. Two of them. Good. That's that makes us I think we did we sell the other one or did we keep it? We kept it! So now we have immovable rods times three. Well they're great for barring doors or anything, yeah. Or possibly if you wanted to climb up a place that doesn't really look climbable. Junk, junk, junk. But now we've got three. That's a useful number of usable immovable ro- rods. Right, you can use two and hang a hammock between them to sleep off the ground. You could do that. Oh, you could actually climb somewhere, because now you can stand on two while you're moving the third. I once heard of a guy holding a space shuttle door closed with an inanimate carbon rod. Rod. See, this would work too, except for the rod floats. Oh, hell, the inanimate carbon rod saved us. That's funny. Uh, uh, It is getting late. Do you want to call the night there, or what do we want to do? Can we take a nap in the gazebo? No, no. (laughs) You could try if you really wanted to. I'm also talking game session wise. Yeah. Probably soon. Do you want to check find a nap in it? Do you want to check around the corner and finish off the outside of the wedge? Or? That's fair. Let's let's just make sure we've done all of the outside. All right. Who's checking out around the corner? Gary. Or, or, or where is the general party, I guess? We'll, we'll cluster together and wander off around the corner. Okay. Keep an eye out for PD and detecting magic as we go. We're probably going to regret it, aren't we? Probably. I'm doing a perception roll. Yeah, we're we're looking. There's a pile of rubble or something over there. Is it something like this? You said all clustered around going around the corner? Yeah, that seems fair. Oh, so a fireball or area effect attack. Yeah, sounds good. Fireball formation. So, this mound of detritus is several feet high and stretches almost to the edge of the balcony. God damn it, it's going to be a lot. Decomposing kitchen scraps, pot, uh, pieces of metal and wood, broken bottles, half-finished clockwork limbs, and stranger things like jumbled together in no particular order. As you guys move around the corner... Is this an Otto-Yug? Hmm? Is this an Otto-Yug or whatever they're called? No, it is. <laughs> Thank heavens. As you guys move around the corner... Pieces mm. of the limbs that you thought weren't attached do mm. appear to be attached to a central part of body, the top of which is... Um, let me look at the thing that has a description. Oh, Jesus. Some sort of golem. And eventually a rickety construction of glass tubing, metal, and wood with a brain and two eyes of oh, a glass skull rises up from the pile of scrap. It's a green. It's an alchemical golem. <clears throat> well, that'll count towards the 15 pounds of scrap we need, I guess. <laughs> look at his little fingers. Don't they look like you want to go near him? It's like that injection spear we... Oh, yeah, right. I don't, I don't know who this is for, but it's for whoever designed it. <laughs> <laughs> That's for someone. <laughs> Screw you, evil guy who made an alchemical golem. That's pretty bad. And we will have initiatives. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Well, it's, if it's on the scrap heap, hopefully it's a... Uh, it's broken. 
16. Okay. I forgot to select myself. But we, we could just stop it there if we wanted. It is getting late. Yeah, I really can't do much more. And I know I could leave Nick playing my character, but... It's fine, it's fine. That is the great thing about World 20 is that will be immediately where we left off. But you have already rolled his initiative, so we'll roll initiative. Oh, sorry. I've rolled initiative, I apologize. Well, how else do I have to get up for work, like, very soon? Yeah, Yeah, me too. We'll we'll roll initiatives, but we'll call it there. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Let me just check here. Rob's that immovable. Okay. So the golem goes on a 14. There are some shitty initiative rolls this round. Brunsk is going on a 19. Except for Brunsk. So was, was that the London Treacle's initiative? Oh god. Yeah. 11. That's pretty bad. With their initiative, it's massive. And what is what's what's Gary's? Is Gary's a thirteen? Or did he thirteen. Roll? Yeah. I don't see anybody's roll except for yours and mine. Lockout. I see three calls. Oh yeah, I do things. I don't see things at all. Wait, let me make sure I got that right. I thought I did. Yeah, I was before Treacle. Oh, sixteen. Uh, okay. Let me make sure I did it right. It's 1d20 plus 9. Are you plus minus 1 plus 4? Yeah, everybody's right. Uh, okay. Uh, for, for some reason, games are not days on. But okay, so we'll leave it there. Do we want experience or do we just want to kind of have that as next time as well? Yeah, we should not have it this time because we're in the middle of something. Yeah, you guys are far from a level and we won't be doing it in the midst of combat anyway. So. Uh, as you guys face uh, another danger of the Twilight Garden of Birkin and Ardok, we end on a cliffhanger. Yay. See, we should have just either hung out in the gazebo or gone inside, but no, now I gotta find a fucking skeleton monster thingy. <laughs> <laughs> but this is actually a construct now, so you can yeah. harvest pieces of it. Yeah. yeah, we're totally gonna be harvesting this fucking thing. I'm gonna harvest its ass with my dick. No, we're, we're going to take its brain jar. That must weigh about five pounds, <laughs> right, Lockhart? Uh, Does it have mean, a skull for which I can skull fuck it? No, that's uh, something that's definitely missing. It's just got a dome. I will dome fuck it. Treacle <laughs> <laughs> does not approve dome fucking. Dome fucking. <laughs> I mean, like, after, after it has been destroyed... Some random guy is gonna come in, and that's gonna be me. Like, just some, like, me in D&D form is gonna come in and just don't fuck it. <laughs> 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 Things like, fuck you, dudes. Good work, my thing. Bad boy. <laughs> Everybody should say goodbye so I can stop yes. the recording. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.